What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams. Back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active. And that's you. On this YouTube channel. I got money. And welcome to Money Night Crimson Capsules, the longest running episodic program here on YouTube. And it is, it is Monday. And it is Monday day in here. Shout out to you, man. We got some somewhat of a breaking news. I would get Stereo Shaheem on this one, but uh, we got to take a listen to this. And I would just want to say up front, this is a trending subject. I just know, I know, uh, you know, Kevin is well revered in this space. Um, you know, we've been in this space for a long time together. I mean, it's kind of like, you know, I've been on the job for four, for four years here. Uh, coming up on four years very shortly here by the time September rolls around and he's been in this space. It's kind of like you're in a brotherhood of brethren. Um, but um, uh, since this is a trending subject, it's going to be hard for me to avoid. You know, I don't like to, uh, you know, jump on these subject matters for, uh, you know, just to trample on a guy or embarrass a guy, something like that, especially if they're in a brotherhood with you. Uh, so I don't do this, but I can not not avoid this. Right. I have to talk about this. Uh, because it's going to be a subject matter that's going to be going on here for the next several weeks. And um, I know people have conspiracy theories and whatnot. And um, I'm not doing it for views or to jump on anything or to make judgments about a man. Um, you know, we do this as a this is a national story. All right. This isn't just some beef between YouTubers in the red pill space. Right. So um, in this instance, I just want to say I'm not here to embarrass uh, Kevin and, and or his family or something like that. It is what it is. The situation is what it is. I'm pretty sure if it happened to me, you guys will be doing the same thing. You guys will be making videos and videos after me. You guys will be making edits, talking about me on uh on going to the junior college. I know the whole damn stream. Y'all going to be like this. <laughs> All right. Y'all going to be like, yeah, he was talking about clapping cheeks at the junior college. And then y'all got me lying on the floor or lying in some thick thighs. Okay. So, I mean, it is what it is. You got to play it for what it what it is. But there is a learning there's a, a learning, a lesson to learn here, all right? And I've been talking about this very much lately, especially for our older men, for older dudes. Um, I've been talking about this, pacing yourself, all right? My whole my whole reason for coming up with the free agent lifestyle. Yeah, somebody's alleg allegedly, for me, allegedly. Um, yeah, I've been talking about deleting your browsing history. I've been talking about these things, all right? And I've been talking about them before this situation came up. And I'm going to talk about this because there's a learning Something that we have to learn. We have to learn this as men. And I know we it's hard to overcome our biology. It's hard to overcome our desires. Uh, but that's where we get in trouble. That's where we get in trouble. Now, it, it just so happened that this young woman is present. Um, and, I, and I'm not going to go past that uh, because, because that's where we're going to uh, stay until we get further, further results uh, coming up in here. So this is going to be, I don't have any filler topics we're gonna get right into it and do me a favor hit the like button in the building and you guys know how to do it in here you guys know how to contribute right there dollar sign cga live i'm a youtube content creator so this is a national story it's on tmz okay it's everywhere and they're gonna be talking about this until we get a resolution and i'm gonna just tell you you're probably not gonna get a resolution the one that you desire because uh everything's running wild like hulkamania Everything's running wild. All the conspiracies, everything of the opinions, um, how things were handled or mishandled, uh, how information is going to get out. I mean, unfortunately, man, I think, you know, everybody says uh, what 
what what's in the dark comes out into the light. And uh, if you're a personality, this is one thing that you guys got to really, really understand. I know a lot of you guys want to be YouTubers. Uh, the most popular job at, at one point for Generation Z for their career was to be a YouTuber. And when you finally become a YouTuber, and I don't want to hear anybody say, well, you just do YouTube. It, you're an idiot, man. I mean, we YouTubers financially do better than just about, you know, even, even actors right now. Uh, could probably make more money than they would do acting. Not not the big stars, but just the mediocre star. They could do much better doing YouTube. All right. Uh, but um, if you have any savvy, but but if you want to be a content creator, this is one of the prices you have to pay. The price that you have to pay is you lose your anonymity, you lose the ability to hide behind privacy, you lose the ability to hide behind privacy. It's all good and fun when you cash in AdSense checks. Okay, it's all good and fun when you live in the lifestyle. But all of us are all of us are going to be in this situation. Every single one of you content creators, as far as you're living and as far as you're doing content, you're going to be here, too. You're going to be here, too. And this is the sad reality. If you want to think about this, you want to get into this game. All right. Uh, unfortunately, and uh, YouTube is forever. It's Internet's forever. Uh, you can't cry now. I know some dudes that probably are really, really close to Kevin. Um, are going to be crying foul and crying spilled milk and try to be, oh, we shouldn't release this and we shouldn't be talking about that. That ship is sailed. That ship is sailed. Any one of the millions and hundreds of thousands of people that are following you, you know damn well there's some haters in there waiting for you to fumble the bag, waiting for you to mess up. I mean, I find it absolutely crazy. To me, it's crazy that haters watch you. Well, they do. <laughs> They watch you and they wait for something and they they will have it clipped. They will have it clipped. They'll have a video segment. They'll have the Saputer film. They'll combine the Saputer film over here with the grassy knoll or they'll have a film and security. They'll have all your shit lined up. So anyway, man, so this is a, if you're a content creator, you better understand that this is a part of the gig. You've accepted this by coming on to these platforms every day and building audiences and cashing checks. This is the dirty part of it. Now people get to dive into your dirty damn underwear. Um, pause. All right. Shout out to you. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> Somebody said, I'm not cool. Somebody says, you're, you're not cool for this. Disappointed in me for playing a nine. one. This is literally the story of the week. So let it be known that if I came in here and ignored it, y'all would be like, you ain't talking about this? <laughs> Shit. All right. There's no way. You got This is a lesson for men. And that was a woman in here. Oh, you shouldn't talk about it. Men, you need to know this. I'm going to tell you right now. You need to know this. Cat will kill you. <laughs> men, the peace leave is not to be played with. I'm just going to let you know. This is going to be this conversation that you need to have. I was just talking about this. Peace leave is no joke. I know you guys think, see, this is what we're going to do. You guys think that going around and banging broads is going to be your model of success. And I've always heard, I've always talked about this. Nobody at your, unfortunately, I said this. I said, nobody at your funeral is going to talk about how many times you got laid. I used to say this, and I said this for years. Nobody's going to give you a pat on the back by how much peace leave you get. 
Nobody cares. It's about what you did in your life. Now, if you get put in this situation, now everybody's talking about it. But peace leave is dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. Not only the actual part of the anatomy, you know what else is dangerous about it? Almost damn everything else that comes with it. Now, I'm not talking about women being dangerous. But what I'm telling you is you play around with this and you don't take it seriously. Men, it will change your life. And you can't even measure the ways that it's going to change your life. You can't even measure it. Kids, and I always say this, most of anything that it produces is a debt. All the way to death. Debt or death. And you got to have this conversation. Because if you leave this part out, it's not even a lesson for you guys. It will leave you in debt or death. And let me tell you, child support. Pregnancy, uh, uh, allegation, death, death by simp, disease, disease. She will take you out. She will bring her legions of simps around you to take you out. She'll expose you, exploit you. You guys better take this seriously. If you think this is about me exposing, doing an expose on Kevin, it ain't it. What I'm giving you guys is a lesson, and I want you to look at that damn title. Know when to say when. Know when to say when, gentlemen. I know you guys want to be banging everything that moves. And so do I. So do I. I I I I, I wish there was a part. Yeah, check the medicine cabinet. She'll hit you with she'll hit you with the basic instinct. She'll hit you with the fatal attraction. You better be careful messing with some women, and if not all. Or just their presence alone will get you to do things that you would not normally do. Meaning, somebody might say, I'll oh, just try a little bit of this weed, and you don't smoke weed. Oh, I'll try a little bit. What can they do? And you got this situation here. Who knows? You flip out. You sitting around here running down the street naked all of a sudden because you didn't hit some weed that she gave you. Just so you can get through the particular evening or the session or just to feel good. This happens all the time. This happens all the time. And we got to have this hardcore conversation about it because nobody's going to have this conversation but me. You guys, some guys are going to try to embarrass Kevin. This isn't what it's about. This is a message for you men. That cat out there will kill you. It's going to have you do things that you're not normally going to do. It's going to have you out of your, you'll be like, you know what? And eh, what the hell? What the hell? This is the real. And you got to start thinking about this. Let me play the clip because I know people came here for the clip. I'm going to play the clip and we're going to have a conversation amongst men. Now, ladies, you can be here. But if you guys are going to come in here and superhero cape for Kevin, you can kick rocks. I don't give a damn. You're, you're not a part of this conversation and the message doesn't need to be towards you or tailor made for you. If you superhero ass Captain Sava, uh, whoever at this particular point is going to come in here thinking I'm exploiting the event. This is a national story. TMZ has the video clip. So do not ever come in here asking. This is a message for men to learn. You better learn it and learn it quick. You guys want to be players, pimps, and max. You guys, sometimes it's just good to leave the cat over there. I'm letting you guys know. Leave it over there. Sometimes you got to take a break. Sometimes you got to know when to say when. Sometimes you got to know your limits. You know, sad situation here. So look, 
what I'm going to do is we're going to pull up, um, we're going to pull up the, wait a minute. I'll hold on for a second. I got the wrong clip up here. I'm going to pull up the clip. All right. Very disturbing. I mean, I, you know, that, you know, the, if, for the conspiracy theorists, you guys can run wild with it. Somebody says, I clap every day. I clap like this. Uh, fair use to TMZ. Uh, they're going to put this here. We're going to hear the 911 call. We'll play it in its entirety. We'll come back, break down what we have. Then we can talk about the stories. I can look at some of your super chats or your cash app comments. Then we can talk about it. If you want to talk about something specific, an angle that you think you hear, I, I'm going to interpret it the way I interpret it. Then maybe you hear something else. Okay. But fair use, it is what it is. This is the 911 call from the allegedly the nurse, Hortensia. I can't pronounce her name, to the 911. All right. Okay, is this the house or the apartment? Oh my God, I don't fucking know. It's you apartment. don't know if it's a house or apartment? Oh, it's an apartment. Okay, what's the apartment I, number? I know. I just need to give him CPR. Just please, just ask for You need an ambulance? Yes. Okay. Are you listening? Hold on, ma'am. I have to connect you with the ambulance. It's Kevin fucking Samuel. Please. I understand, but I have to connect you with the ambulance. Are you okay? Is he awake? No, he has an irregular rhythm. I can feel it. He's he's breathing in and out, but he has an irregular rhythm. It's probably his heart. So he did to get here with the fucking. Come on, Kevin, you got it. Oh, come on, just try to breathe. Come on, you got it. Come on, think about your mom. Think about your daughter. Let's go. One, two, three, four. One, I'm sorry. two, three, four. I need to call the front desk to get an AED. He's not going to make it. One, two, three, four, one. But ma'am, I don't want you to disconnect because something can't happen while you disconnect now. I understand, but I'm saying I need AED. I need, if they have one downstairs, I need to get them up here now. Are you able so to get I, the I, neighbor, ma'am? I'm going to help up with you. Hang up with you, or you call them in the front desk and give me a fucking AED right here now. He's turning blue. I cannot wait any longer. Okay. Uh, that's going to be the call uh, as far as what they released. I don't know if they have a longer version of the call. Maybe if somebody has a link uh, to the longer version of the call right there, uh, then uh, then we could possibly get a little bit more clarity to the situation. But, you know, I think of the freedom of information act all of these things are public record so you can get these things you can get a copy of them and then people this has happened so i mean unfortunately uh kevin's a celebrity she he he's seen as a celebrity to the world since he has a big following so as such her his personal information is going to be put out there i mean there's no way you can keep this going um somebody might have a longer version of this call so let's see here so uh Obviously, you have um, um, people are going to make judgments about how she's reacting. Uh, is she authentic here? Is she know what she's doing? Is she knowledgeable? Is she panicking? Is she overexcited? We we can't really tell. I know everybody can make their own judgments about what we heard there. Um, I'm just going to say to me, it sounds like it sounds like some people think that they had a further relationship. Some people are going off what she might have reported initially in the police report, which is public 
record in which she's saying, and maybe others that know him, that they just met that night. Now, that's what they're saying now. If she changes that part of the story, that's going to be suspect. That's going to be very suspect because if it comes out and they say, she says, oh, well, I really did know him a little bit longer. Now you got problems with, um, now you got two different stories, and then that would make you a suspect. I don't know if she's been questioned by the authorities. We don't know any of these situations here. I don't know. As far as we know, she hasn't been questioned, nor she is a person of interest, which I find awkward because I've watched enough trials. I've watched enough Dateline. I've watched enough 2020 to know that if you're in the room in an episode where a person loses their life, you're going to be questioned regardless. Regardless, you're going to be questioned regardless. Nobody says, okay, you get to go home. You get to go home, and then we'll clean the rest of this up. They're not just going to go with the one-person story because the other person can't speak for themselves, unfortunately. So she should be questioned. She should be questioned. That's number one. Number two, we're going to figure out um, at some point by the time the call was placed versus when he actually experienced the trauma. Whatever the trauma was, if there was a gap in between the time she called 911, you got a problem. You're going to have a problem there. So now you're going to say, oh, you waited an hour. You waited 20 minutes. Why did you wait 20 minutes? That's going to come up. We're also going to get the toxicology report, which is going to give us a good indication of what happened. Okay. Uh, many times people don't trust even the toxicology reports because they don't know. They don't, they, they weren't there. They didn't know if she was administered. He was administered these things. If he took them voluntarily or any of that. Now, all of that's going to have to be ironed out. And it could take. A long time. Okay. It could take a very long time for all of this information and details to come out. I've watched enough 2020 to know that this could take years before we get the honest to God somewhere even near the true story. And even if you get pieces of the story, even if you get pieces of the story, some people still won't believe it, unfortunately. So I know his family, uh, they found out the hard way. You know, they found out through social media. They're going to have to figure out the details to the story, how long they knew the person, did the person know him longer than they're saying, and so forth and so on. Let me get to this point. Uh, let me do some uh, cash apps. Let's do some cash app, PayPal. And then the point that I wanted to talk about first is her not being aware of where she was. Okay, so that's going to be a very important point. She's going to say, I don't know where I am, all right? She's, she's basically not going to be able to direct them to the right spot, which is not strange. It's considering the situation. However, then that does delay their ability to get there, although I'm pretty sure they're able to know where they are, where they are, maybe not the certain apartment, but they're able to know where they are when she places the call. All right. Uh, let's see here. Very tough, man. That was very tough to listen to, especially when you know um know of the person. And yeah, man, very, very sad stuff. Very sad stuff. And but uh we, as a men, we gotta know where. What, what we need to do to do our best to protect ourselves. Uh, where we got here? Make sure I don't give government names out. We're going to call you Wayne's World in the building. Shout out to Wayne. He says, keep up the great work. Watching your video today on the Jezebel spirit. That message struck me to the core. Much respect. Much respect. And if you learn anything about philosophers, philosophers and monks, they realized a long time ago that sometimes interacting excessively with women or allowing their spirit to be presiding over you long-term or being reckless or careless 
could lead to you making mistakes. And I and I talked about the mistakes that he made, unfortunately, on my locals program, coachgregadams.locals.com. I talked extensively. Unfortunately, as men, we got to call, we got to say, man, this was a mistake uh, leading up to it. And could that mistake have cost him? That will, that's what we're going to find out. Uh, shout out to, let me see here. Uh, did I get uh, Rylan? Rylan, is that you? He says they mad at KS because it's true. Uh, this was earlier today, but uh, he's talking about they're mad at KS. And I still don't, I'm still not condoning anybody that's celebrating this type of act, uh, this type of thing happening to a man. I mean, this is, this is a human being. This is a human being. You're hearing about a human being losing his life potentially on the call. All right. And people are so cold hearted and callous that they don't realize that that is occurring and they're taking this and they're using it as an opportunity to put the message down. And that's, that's sad donation. Thanks coach. Been listening to you and KS. That is from my man. Oh, a uh, long lone wolf. Lone wolf is in the building. Thank you. Lone wolf. Appreciate you. Uh, Kevin O says, coach salute hit me with uncle Earl and the stat girls because we have so many eyes today. We have over 2000 people go ahead. And uh, we're going to have to avoid the stat girls. All right. So we're going to hit you with the I uncle Earl for now. All right. The stat girls can't show today. All right. That's for small audiences. Uh, Mr. Uh, Brother Arabian says shout out uh, to Colorado. Loving it. And my mom, RIP. All right. Shout out to you in Colorado and loving it. All right. Great place. Aceto Rusco. He says shuffle away, coach. That's what we're doing today. Uh, very, very very tough point and uh before we shuffle we don't want to make it a joke today this is not too much of a joke not a joking matter i would say uh, for the most part okay getting back to the details of the story here let's see let me go ahead and get the screen a little bit down okay good all right so getting back to the details of the story here thank you for the early contributions breaking down parts of this clip okay we're gonna uh i'm gonna tell you what i hear and if you do want to let your voice be heard, let your voice be heard here about what you hear. Is the house or apartment? Hold on. Okay, is this the house or apartment? Oh my God, I don't fucking know. Okay, so, um, well, one thing to know is she certainly knows who he is. Okay, so this is in a situation where she doesn't know who he is. So it it uh, to, to appear that she's a random that he met at a bar that night, I think we can put that to bed. We can certainly put that to bed. She knows who he is. He's enough celebrity for her to know that because he's in this state right now, um, that he's not breathing, he's struggling to stay alive, and that she might be a nurse, and she knows the signs of people who are struggling to stay alive. She knows that this is Kevin Samuels, all right? this He says this several times. So, Let's put the bed that he met her at a bar and brought her home. I don't think so. I think we can go ahead and pack that up and put it to bed. Okay, let's go ahead and continue. You don't know if it's a house or apartment? Oh, it's an apartment. Okay, what's the apartment? Um, so, yes, yeah, so I mean, to be a nurse, to be under this situation, I could say she's shocked, she's surprised, and she's not performing her duties as a nurse. Okay, that's why I'm gonna say that right now. All right, but I'm not judging her because I've never been in the situation. Let me just tell you, I've never been in the situation she's in, so it's easy to say these things, and I'm not, and 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 um, uh, I haven't, I'm not experiencing it. 
All right, but she's not doing her job. Um, and uh, she's she's panicking. But I think possibly it's because he's celebrity. I remember. I know. So again, now she doesn't know. She barely knew if it was an apartment. And then now she's saying she doesn't know the apartment number, which is to me is common. I know people are like, maybe she's trying to delay, but it's common. If you're bringing a woman over, she might know the address to get to where you are, but then that's out of her mind. She's not going to be able to know this is apartment 12 or this is unit this. So she's not, I don't think she's trying to um, 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 throw them off the scent per se until we find out some more details, unless she delayed, but she doesn't know where he lives or what unit it is. And uh, she's panicking. To be a nurse, she's panicking. I, I would I would find that kind of unfortunate, but not all nurses uh, probably would act the same. And, you know, maybe this is her, her, not only that, not only that, let me say this. A lot of nurses aren't don't deal with trauma, like emergency room. Some nurses are pediatric nurses where they're not normally dealing with trauma. So uh, unless it's a trauma experience. So let me just say, uh, just because she's a nurse doesn't mean she's dealing with trauma all the time. She might deal with old people and wipe their rear ends. She might deal with babies. You know, so I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt. Allegedly, from what I hear, allegedly, she's a traveling nurse. Anybody knows about traveling? She, she might work in delivery. She might work for an OBGYN. They don't face that much trauma like that. All right. So anyway, oh, is she lying about being a nurse? I don't know. ER is not emergency room. People who do not have family doctors go there, most of them are not emergencies. Uh, true, too. All right, let's go ahead and hear what I hear next. I just need to give him CPR. Just please just ask the person. You need an ambulance? Okay, yeah, I mean, I just need to give him CPR. Okay, so I know nurses should know CPR, and they should be very quick to be able to give CPR. So, again, you might not deal with emergency room, but you know how to give CPR. For instance, if you work as any coach, trainer, you should have taken a couple of CPR classes. So she's thinking about, should she give her CP should she give him CPR? I find that one a little bit suspect. You should know that you should be able to give CPR. And we do know that she is, she has been drinking. She definitely has been drinking. We know that based on the stream that I produced earlier. She could do CPR. And so she's thinking, I should do CPR. So she's not in her right mind. She's delaying CPR. Maybe because of the weight, I don't know. Maybe because she knows it's too late for CPR. Who knows? I don't know. Yes. Okay. Are you listening? Hold on, ma'am. I have to connect you with So it sounds like to me, let me just tell uh, from my perspective, it sounds like they, I don't know, it happened early in the morning. Sounds like she could be slurring. At this point, I'm going to just play this part again right here. This is, this is me and my Dateline investigation. Are you listening? Hold on, man. So right there, right there, right there. Uh, uh, when, when you're transferred, uh, one thing about 911, when you call, I'm going to just let you know, when you call, soon as you dial the number, before this phone starts ringing and before they pick up, you're being recorded. Okay? You're being recorded. So. Let's say you're doing something suspicious and then you picked up, you said 911. And right when it starts ringing, they start recording. Even when they're transferring you, you're still being recorded. And so this is what's happening. She's the, the operator. Uh, I, you never want to be on this side of 911. Okay, let me just tell you that. 
I mean, because if you're in a big, big emergency where it's down to you got three minutes to live, 911 is not going to save you. In this situation, this is what's happening. 911 can't do anything. So they're depending on this person who says she's a nurse to be able to act and, and be able to save the life, right? You know, for the most part. So 911 is only going to be able to transfer, get the get the meds out, get the first response team out. Uh, they, but you got to be have your wits in if you're the caller to be able like, here's the details. Here's how to get here the fastest. This is the unit, so forth and so on. So she's being recorded as she's the operator is transferring her. So you can hear her in the background. And the second time you hear her in my mind, she's slurring. Yes. Okay. Are you listening? Hold on, ma'am. I have to get Are you listening to me? Yeah, I this sounds like she could be impaired. Okay, so let's get to that point right there. Again, she had to make it known that she's with what would be a celebrity. So in her mind, she's trying to say, this is important. I don't know if you know, but the person that I'm with is important. So this tends to happen on 911 uh, calls. Unfortunately, if you're a regular Joe, nobody's going to mention, hey, it's Greg Adams. In this situation, she's saying it's Kevin Samuel, so this is urgent. And it sounds like she's panicking because she knows the weight of this situation. Hey, man, if I'm in the room with this guy and this guy's in this situation, uh, he's got millions of people that would, this is going to impact millions of people. So she's got to make the weight to that person. And then the person on the other line, who knows if they knew who she was referencing? Sometimes they know, sometimes they don't. In this situation, if it's Atlanta, they're in Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken, the person might have been aware. Uh, this is where you get into the conversation about leaked information, okay? So I know people are talking about this. When information leaks out between ambulance, fire, police, medical examiner, et cetera, et cetera, which I think information was leaked out because people showed up, oh, it is him, and they text their loved one, they text their spouse, and then information gets leaked out. And then now you have situations where people are uh, announcing these things on Twitter, and then the her his mom doesn't get the information. Uh, he gets she gets the information on Twitter. You know what I mean? So I think this is where information gets leaked out. Let's go ahead and uh, she did say Amalams. She did say Amalams. Yeah, is he awake? No, he has an irregular rhythm. I can feel it. He's okay, so um, she did say. Let me see here. Let me go back. Okay, right there, she asked if he's okay, which is what you would do before you administer CPR. I mean, if you ever taken a CPR class, that's the first thing you ask, right? Are you okay? I would have, um, you know, she did call 911 first. That's definitely what you do. You want to ask if you're okay. If there's no response, obviously she's seen no response. And uh, that's the first thing you ask in every CPR class. Let's continue. Is she awake? She sounds like she's panicking. Now, she she has not performed CPR yet in 40 seconds. Uh, it was edited, so it could have been longer. Now, if you're a nurse, I'm performing CPR. Okay? I would hope, you know, if you, if you have this professional experience, uh, you would be performing CPR while on the phone. I don't know, man, but I've never been, I haven't been in a situation, so I can't say. Uh, right now, she's going to, let me see. Yeah, she's falling apart. Um, 
listen, can't can't help her, you know that. Uh, let's just say she didn't intend for this to happen and she did contribute. She might know the weight of the situation. Oh, she, you know, we did do a little bit of this or we had a little bit of that. So she could be a contributor, but maybe not responsible. Who knows? We're going to find out. Come on, Taylor, you got it. Oh, come on, just try to breathe. Come on, you got it. Come on, think about your mom. Think about your daughter. Let's go. Okay, uh, now this is the point of where I think there's a little bit more now. Now we're going, she's talking about, she's doing She's doing what she's supposed to do. He has, he's faint, but he he's still here. And she's trying to encourage him probably to come out of it, snap out of it by thinking about the mom and the daughter. Okay, so if she's responding on time, she knows personal information about him. She knows she has a he has a daughter. He knows his mom is there. Uh, I think there's a connection here, meaning that she she might know him a little bit longer or she got these details within the last couple of hours. Okay. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two. Okay, so this is an interesting point here. Now she's saying, I don't know this. I don't know how long it's in, but the, the, the CPR, I'm sorry, the 911 operator is telling her to go through her chest compressions and he's counting for her and she stops. Okay, so she stops and says, this is not going to do it. All right, maybe by her experience, maybe she knows, maybe, but she's seeing what she's seeing. She knows this. Chest compressions, we need to abandon ship. So he's counting her for his chest compressions. And potentially, I don't know if you guys know, um, they're in the new CPR, they're no longer doing uh, mouth to mouth uh, because, you know, for obvious reasons, people might not save a person because they have to do mouth to mouth, right? Um, so the last CPR class that I took, they took out mouth to mouth and they only went with chest compressions. All right, because a person might be foaming at the mouth. They might be, you know, you, you might they might be regurgitating. So people would probably not give mouth to mouth. So they took that out. Uh, so right now she's going for the AED. She's like, forget it. I need the the defibrillator. And she wants to go to see if the apartment complex has it. What I'm going to tell you guys is um, what I'm going to tell you guys is sometimes your community has a defibrillator close. Every gym has a defibrillator. Anytime you go to a gym, they have an AED unit. You always want to locate that, even if you're even if you're a personal trainer or you're a um you you have a gym membership. Always locate it because when you need it, you don't want to go find it. All right, it's always kind of near the restroom or something like that. All gyms must have this. If you're a gym that doesn't have this, um, you're gonna be in, in problems if you have a client that goes down. And believe me, I've had I know one trainer that had a client die on him, all right, be, because they weren't able to administer. Uh, I would be crushed if that happens. So anyway, she wants to go to uh, the apartment to see if they have an AED, uh, which leads me to believe they have a person working at the desk. Not all communities have a person working at a desk. So she's going to go see if they have one. One, two, three, four, one. But, man, I don't want you to disconnect because something can happen while you disconnect now. <laughs> But I'm saying I need AED. I need if they have one downstairs, I need to get them up here now. Okay, so it seems like it seems like she's got control of her emotions. We don't know how much time has elapsed. This is just an edit. 
She's now got control of her emotions and she's giving orders. Unfortunately, she doesn't have her unit that she wants. And um, she's now being a little bit more authoritative and she's got control of her emotions and she's telling the person that this is serious. You need to get here. I need an AED or there's nothing going to happen here. Are you able to get so, your neighbor, ma'am? I'm going to up with you or you call them in the front desk and give me a fucking AED right here now. Uh, okay. All right. So she's being assertive. Uh, right now she's telling that the, that they need to get, there's nothing he can do. All right. On the other side of nine one one. I know people don't know that until, you know, you're on the phone there and you know, you want these first responders to be there. I'll be interested to see how long the first responders took to get there from the phone call. You would hope within four minutes. I think the average time could be within four minutes. That's what you would hope. Um, I don't know where he lives in the unit. So that could come in here. So let's go ahead and see. He's turning blue. I cannot wait any longer. There it is. Oh, okay. So then she gave a description of what happened there that she had to get this. She had to get it now. And she, she was there. She has the circumstance right there in front of her. Now, the question is, somebody says 15 minutes. It could. I mean, with, with who, who you're talking about, it could. Now she's given a description that he could be turning blue or ashen, or gray, or any type of deal here where she could see the situation ahead of him, ahead of her, uh, ahead of her, and describe what's going on. That's not, it's a very graphic way to, to, to describe it, but it is what it is. Very sad, very sad situation. Um, but, uh, you know, if you do have, somebody says 15 minutes, yeah, 15 minutes, you're, you're done. They're not going to be there in under four. Um, I've seen, cases but the, you got to be in it just this depends on where you are if you're in a city maybe not if you're in a suburb you could because there's their fire stations are very relatively close um the police can be there but maybe not the first responders which that's not going to help you the police can be there but the, the the fire the paramedics not so much it could make them it could be eight minutes it could be uh 12 minutes that could be the difference of what's going on here um, somebody said the chat is rolling slow, slow. It is rolling slow. I don't know who caused it to, to roll slow. I don't know. Somebody said they had one come in two minutes. Again, it just, just depends where you live. Uh, my fire station is relatively close. So I, I think they could probably get rolling by the time they get the alert. They could probably get rolling. It's not going to be four minutes. Your time It's going to be four minutes by the time they get the call. All right. But uh, if you live in a city, I can imagine it could take longer with traffic. Tight corners, nowhere to park, and that type of thing, right? Um, let me do some more chats because I know some people have some things to say regarding um regarding a bunch of things. There's some things I can't talk about. There's some things I don't know if I can talk about. Uh, and particularly the poke. Uh, I don't know if he's got it because I don't know his medical information. If he if he announced he got it, then do, then we have the information. Does anybody know if he's announced that? Billy the Kid, coach, regardless as a medical professional, you have to renew your CPR training annually. This is Billy the Kid. Call 911 to perform CPR. If you don't perform CPR, you can lose your license if that was in the hospital. All right. I do have questions as to why she might not have performed the CPR, but I think in, un, under almost every circumstance, I think you're performing CPR no matter what. No matter what. So if they're telling you, if they're telling you um, you're you're doing chest compressions, do chest compressions. 
do even if you think it's not possible and this is just for my training but i'm not a you know i'm not a i'm not a professional you're doing chest compressions no matter what because then you got to answer as to why you stopped giving chest compressions which then now you're in trouble now you're in trouble hey i get i, I didn't give chest compressions because i didn't feel like it oh well You always give chest compressions no matter what. You're always, you're just going, okay, whatever. Okay, okay. You give chest compressions until you're sweating in the ambulance and the first responders and the paramedics bust up in the damn room. Or you got to open the door. Always give chest compressions. This is just my experience, all right, on this one. Never, this is so, this is going to be a lesson. I told you this is a lesson. Somebody says, crack a rib, save a life. Chest compress chest compressed you should be in a full sweat when they kick in the door if you're just sitting there like this well i tried you got a problem you're gonna have to answer and then you're a nurse you gonna have to answer that i need to know why you stop well he ain't breathing so what so what i'm chest compressing until somebody said your arm fall off until they kick in the door they're gonna have to kick in the door because i'm chest compressing but she's it appears stop chest compressing. But I think her then motive was to go get an AED. But if the AEDs are not within reach, you don't know where it is. I don't know, man. It's listen, listen, this is easy to say when you're not in the situation. I wasn't in the situation, so I can't say. I hope to never be in this situation, but you cannot, you can't go off of that. Somebody says, uh, they should, should we have, uh, should we keep a defibrillator at our place? Yeah, that wouldn't hurt. Especially if you have somebody over the age of 45 or 50. They're not that expensive. I want to look up what a AED unit is. This is all great lessons for us, man. Here's one for $1,000. This one for 795. There's one for 1400, 500. Uh, there might be some that are a little bit less. Uh, these are some of the things that you should have in your tool, your toolkit. I know where there's an AED uh, in my residence, in my community. There's an AED. An AED could uh, retail from anywhere from 1100 to 2500 So this is an expensive piece of equipment. Uh, but once you get it going, it is chest compression for you. I mean, it is something similar. It, you're, it, it's a 100%, not 100%, it's better than chest compressions. Somebody says 1400 nobody got money for all that. Well, yeah, not a lot of people can afford that. Not a lot of people can afford that type of thing. So very, very unfortunate, but this is a great lesson. Uh, where are we at here? We got cash apps. Uh, Daniel, we're just going to call you Daniel. Shout out to you for your cash app. Dame Digital, Tiffany and Uncle Earl shouted you out on IG an hour ago. Appreciate that. I hope Uncle Earl said something. I'm going to have to get him on the show one of these days. Shout out to Mr. Don Juan, Marcus in the building. All right. Uh, Ricky V says, did you hear about NFL player Earl Thomas? Maybe we'll revisit that once we're done with this one. Thank you, man. Um, I didn't hear. I saw somebody did a video, but I didn't hear the details. Uh, Fallen Soldier, this is from my boy Boob. Boob or Bob. Boob says Fallen Soldiers in this situation. Yes. All right. My man, uh, Jose V says uh, she has a legal duty to provide aid maybe cover okay yeah i don't know does she have a legal duty to provide aid 
I think she has a legal duty, not a legal duty. I think she has a responsibility to give aid longer than she did. But again, it was a one minute, 30 second clip, but it was edited. I don't know if she actually was doing it longer than we do, but that all is going to get out. Uh, let's see here. Somebody's going to go conspiracy, I'm sure. Uh, let's see here. Oh, no. Nobody wins conspiracy. Uh, people want to go conspiracy. Let's see here. Based on what we know. I do have uh, uh, two more. KT King says this is similar to how Bruce Lee died. Really? This is, I don't remember. I thought, no, that was Brandon Lee that got shot by the, um, they thought it was a safe, um, they thought it was a, uh, not like a dead bullet. Uh, what did they, I can't remember what they call it. But anyway, but Bruce Lee died similar. How, how old was Bruce Lee when he died? Had to be similar age. Died age 50, uh, 32. Oh, geez. Mm. 32. I didn't realize he was that young. Wow, man. Who is this? Um, Daniel I said KS did have a station close heard on his stream. Okay, so there was a station close. Um, I want to see here if they can give us some information about how close perhaps that um how how long was the response? See, these are the things that we're gonna get a little bit later. Unfortunately, we gotta, you know, we're gonna come up with more theories than we can actual facts. Uh, until we come up with the actual facts, um, it, all, all we can do is guess or all we can do is assume. Uh, if we want to go into the situation here where we're gonna say, um, it, did she did she contribute to his demise? Okay, now everything that I'm gonna say from this point is gonna be allegedly is gonna be allegedly because I can't prove anything. I know people want me to uh, you wrap this case up in, in, in an hour podcast. It's not possible. I don't have all the details. But what I will say is sometimes you're marked. Sometimes you're marked for death. Okay. And there was without question that KS was marked. Okay. Now, who's to say somebody had the ability to carry it out? But I know one way you can get it carried out. I know how one way you can get it carried out. And this is something I've been hinting at a long time. Honeypot is a way to carry out whatever you want against a man. Okay. Now, the reason I'm going to say this and connect it here is because it's obvious, right? There was a woman involved. She was there. She was not questioned as far as we know or detained or kept overnight or held. Some people close to Kevin might say they were already an item so that she not she should not be questioned. But let me just go back to something that I've revealed to you for a long time. Um, a lot of even celebrity women have appeared as spies. Spies, okay? The story of Samson and Delilah, the story of Samson and Delilah is similar to what we have here. I mean, it could be similar. This is all speculation and allegation. But Samson and Delilah, I, I, I did an entire stream on Samson and, and Delilah. Where Samson was strong, he had a strength, and he only had one weakness. His weakness was revealed to Delilah. All right? Or his weakness was women, in which, in this situation, um, she actually 
she actually got into a situation where she had to figure out how to set Samson up. And this was by pillow talk. And so once he revealed the secret to her, that allowed him to be uh, him to be captured. And thus he woke up to his hair being cut off and his secret was revealed. So that's a honeypot situation. Another honeypot situation is something that I've revealed to you before in which um, Josephine Baker acted as a honeypot or a spy, I believe, for France. For France. Okay, so I believe she was a spy. But Josephine Baker, as we know her, she was just a girl that danced with the bananas, right? With the banana skirt. I believe, um, did Beyonce play Josephine Baker in a movie? I'm giving you information. Josephine Baker was a spy. In essence, probably a sex spy. And this is how you gather information. By using women in order to get close to you. To get close to you. So the, even the strongest man, there was actually, um, man, there was a guy, I think it was a professional athlete or a professional coach, that he had an addiction to women. Like uh, one of your vices could be drugs, alcohol, gambling, or women. Women could be a vice for you. And if you don't control it, you can give up your biggest secrets by allowing the honeypot to become close to you if you're not careful and bet, or you don't have people around you that let that, that there's a barrier between you and these people, between you and these people, then you can be subject to being uh, to espionage. Okay. Uh, so you really have to be careful with this tip situation here. So this is a honeypot situation, all allegedly, all suspicion, all speculation, or it could be just a situation of as it was. But let's just say it's a honeypot and your vice is women. And you don't have the people that have a, 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 a situation where they could tell you no. Hey, listen, I know you want some girls, but this one you can't have. Okay, this one tonight, you can't have girls tonight. All right, but they'll let you get access to girls. Well, if you don't have these people in place, now you got honey pop. Okay, Josephine Baker, let me just go ahead and, and, and do it. This is so I can say allegedly, it's well known that Josephine Baker was a spy. Uh, let's see here. And uh, this should be a this should be a lesson to you guys of how celebrities can be used by government agencies. I don't know. I'm not saying they're used by the United States uh, agencies, but this is true too. Even Marilyn Monroe uh, was allegedly a honeypot. A lot of your celebrities do go into situations and then sometimes they have to debrief, allegedly. They have to debrief and then find out what did you know when you went over there? Let me give you an example of of this when um in a male situation so we're not sitting here going women are honeypots only and no man okay when dennis rodman went over to north korea i guarantee you he had to debrief before he came back or at some particular point okay you understand what i'm saying when dennis rodman went over to north korea when he came back here i guarantee you his ass didn't just get to go home I guarantee you, they said, now bring your ass in here. Sit your ass down. I want to know everything that was said. I want to know what. <laughs> you, you see what I mean? I want to know what. I don't know when, when. What did he say? What was he said? Debrief. 
Now, it's the same thing when some celebrity women go over here. Hey, we went over to X country and we did a private party. We went over to do do Dubai and I sung for people. When they ass came back, I bet you they debriefed. Now, that's spying for your ass. Sometimes before they knew, somebody knocked on your door. Uh, I heard you got tickets to go to do do Dubai. I guarantee you there's a debriefing or there's a pre-briefing before they go over there and shake their ass. I bet you they got to sit down with the security team, everybody. All right, everybody. You know what? There's somebody I want you to get close to. I want you to watch this person. When you're over there, do what you need to do, but you need to watch. I want you to keep an eye on this person. Whatever they say, whatever they say, I want you to get. <laughs> okay, so this is an example of, of, of honeypots and people getting in close. So in the, this situation here, this is how you learn. And this is why you got to protect yourself. Josephine, Josephine, Josephine Baker's daring double life as a World War II spy using fame as a cover. <clears throat> using fame as a cover, the glamorous entertainer spied on the French resistance against the N-I-Z-I-S. So she was the, um, she spied for the French resistance. Yeah, so there it is from France. Right there. And um, your modern day celebrities, I would assume, participate in stuff like this. There's no doubt about it. I mean, this, there's no doubt about it in my mind. There's no doubt about it. There's another woman that now that we know from years later ended up being a spy as well. And she goes by, um, oh gosh, again, the names. I know information, but I don't know the names. What is the lady's name? Uh, she was the cook before. Um, Martha Stewart, she was the, uh, she begins with a J. What's her name? Uh, what's the cook's name? Jane Fonda? No, Fang Fang, we're going to get to. Julia Child. Fang Fang, we're going to get to. We're going to go with Julia Child. This is why people don't like me, the powers that be. Julia Child. Now, I don't know if she was a sex buyer or not, <laughs> right? But um, I'm hoping she wasn't. <laughs> but, uh, Maybe she looked a little bit different back in the day. Uh, here it is right here. Let's see if I can share this with you. Here it is right here. Julia Child uh, in America. It says how Julia Child went from World War II spy to beloved celebrity chef. So she was a, a woman that was able to get onto television after serving as a spy. Right. So you have it right here. This is all public information. This is a, this is a conspiracy theory. Um, here's Julia Child here after she after her spy career. Here it is right here. Julia Child Julia Child's spy career began during World War II, long before she learned how to cook. This is how she got probably got paid. Hey, we'll make you be whoever you need to be. Uh, Gloria Steinem, another example. Marilyn Monroe, another example. You don't get in that close without having people debrief. And so today, what you have to understand is some of your celebrities that you guys see rise up. Why are these people rising up the fame? Well, they certainly did do what they needed to do. Um, they needed to turn over information to whoever it is. If it's an alphabet agency, if it's the police, whoever it is. If it's the police, whoever it is. There's another person. Oh, Fang Fang. Fang Fang. Fang Fang was the other one here of recent. 
or Fang Fang would then, um, again, we're not saying anything racist. But uh, in our recent history, we had a woman who was revealed to be a suspected spy getting close to U.S. politicians. Uh, let's get into this right here. So we're just talking about how easy it is, how easy it would be. Suspected Chinese spy reportedly slept with and courted U.S. officials to gain intel. This is in 2020. Uh, let's see if they have a picture. Here it is right here. Uh, this is Honeypot. So she slept with these men. Right here, slept with. This is all alleged. But there's the guy. There's the politician right there. Uh, Eric Swalwell. He was clapping them cheats. This is the educational show. Here's Fang Fang right here. And uh, good old Eric was clapping cheeks, sharing information, giving her intel. And it says she slept with, she slept with and courted several agents. Several. It says right here, Fetchy, uh, she was a Chinese, wait, she was a Chinese Matahari, the Matahari, who allegedly slept with at least two Midwestern mayors. While cozying up to a slew of polls, mean politicians, across the country in a bid to infiltrate the U.S. political system. This is classic honeypot. It says fetching accused Chinese government spy Fang Fang, a.k.a. Christine Fang, entered the U.S. through California as a college student in 2011. And spent the next four years, the next four years, wooing everyone from local polit politicos to U.S. congressmen, uh, citing current and U.S. intelligence officers. Uh, among the Pauls politicians who Fang got close to was California Democratic Representative Eric Swalwell. And she also once helped raise funds for re uh, Representative Tulsi Gabbard. <laughs> the Pauls. Tulsi Gabbard? Um, it says right here she was on a mission and so forth and so on. She was on a mission. She was on a mission. So let's not put it out of the realm of possibility that we're dealing with a situation where the person she obviously knew who he was, if you want to go there, it's easy. It would be easy as one, two, three to get you to let your guard down around someone that could be getting information from, from you. It's the, it's the oldest trick in the book. Samson and Delilah, you name it. Achilles probably, who you name it, it's the oldest trick in the book. And so this is, could be the situation here. Um, we, we're just going to speculate on that one, and I hope it's not the case. And so the main point of it is sometimes you got to know when to say when, all right? Even if you're dealing with people where you're doing a little bit of a – arrangement pay for play i think you're more susceptible to deal with um uh, situations like that i know i know men in divorces that allow that that private investigators sick uh women on to them to gain information for the for the soon-to-be ex-wife all right so when the when the guy's going through a divorce or she he's he's thinking about leaving the wife and he separates he moves to an apartment Private investigators will put women on you. It's easy. It's super easy. They'll put women on you. You'll be at a restaurant. He's at this restaurant. Let's send the girl in. Send the girl in. 
So now if you're talking about an online arrangement, hey, I know he's on seeking arrangements. I know he goes to these girls. Super easy. Super damn easy. It's too damn easy. So um, this is where we this is where we at. This is where we are. I think uh, this is what we need to be aware of. And sometimes you got to have a strict policy on how you interact uh, because the peace leave can can get you. You know, women can get you very simply. Uh, and, and what I'm telling you is know when to say when. So I'm like, okay, as you're getting older as a man, um, and then you're getting, a, you have the ability to attract women, you have the ability to purchase women and get what you want. You got to have a policy to be like, okay, once or two a week, what's my betting process? How much can I keep this under under wraps? And um, he tried to do so, but I think, you know, if you want to, if you want to look at this in a bit, we do have where he made the mistake online by inviting by inviting this woman into his home and she was in um she was an untrained human or she was intentionally trying to sabotage did you see her try to sabotage his live stream all right uh, she was reckless in her behavior she was reckless in her her alcohol or she's acting i don't know what it was but uh some people can be either dumb dumb or i have no idea i don't know how you could be this dumb and unaware but she was definitely dumb and unaware let's see here where are we at okay uh we got we got joshua is in the building he says we all need first aid trauma care training education yes we all do you never know if you have older people around you older men um uh, people around you, children, I would say take a first aid class. All right, take a first aid class and then take a um, take a CPR class because you never know when you're going to have to use it. And then you have to really question when you have to use it, right? You have to question, you got to question when you uh, need to use it because sometimes legally you can get yourself in trouble by volunteering to administer first aid. Like say, for instance, somebody collapsed in a restaurant. Know the legalities around that. You might know first aid if you're not a doctor or a nurse. Doesn't mean you have to spring the action. Because sometimes if you spring the action and uh, something happens as a result of you administering first aid, uh, you can get sued. You can get sued for it. Maybe you crack a rib, right? And they choking and you're like, hey, I'm going to go. Here I come to save the day. And then you save their life, but you crack their rib. And they're like, well, thanks for saving my life, but I'm suing your ass for cracking my rib. I, I had, you're like, what? And they'll do it. They'll do it. They'll literally crack, they literally will sue you for cracking their damn rib. So you got to be careful. <laughs> you messed my rib up. I needed that rib for last, for the next week. And so again, if you're not a doctor or a first responder or a nurse and you're in a restaurant and somebody, and you give them the Heimlich maneuver, Heimlich maneuver, and you go overboard, be careful because then they could sue you. They could sue you for any injury resulting in you being heroic. Even if you save their freaking life, somebody said fake, it ain't fake. It's not fake, bro. I Dude, they teach you this in first aid class. <laughs> somebody says it's fake. They teach you that in first aid class. Somebody says you can't be sued in Georgia. Okay, you, you just got to know where you are. Please, California, you'll get sued. In Cali, you'll be sued. It's not fake. So this is all stuff you need to know. 
Oh, he said fake for attention. It is, it is, it is what it is. It's sad. Or sexual harassment. That's another one. So say it's a woman. And she goes, she gives you the choke. This is the international sign of choke. But she got big titties. She got her titties out. And she got a big old booty. And you get behind her. And you start to pulling that damn a xiphoid process. Ooh, you start giving her that. You got to feel for her xiphoid process. <laughs> right here. Somebody says Good Samaritan Laws is a thing. Yeah, I'm doesn't listen doesn't mean she's you're gonna win but you start feeling for them xiphoid process is right underneath the cleavage and you go in there and somebody filming you and you go ooh, and you give her that uh 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 and then you you stay a little bit longer <laughs> and then all of a sudden And here's the thing, in, in, in a lawsuit, you got to understand, when you get sued, it doesn't mean you lost or you're going to lose. See, some people think um, some people think that getting sued means you lost. No, getting sued means you're going to court. Okay. People have to understand that that's what sued means. People think, oh, I got sued, mean I lost and I had to. No, being sued means you're going to court. So let's just say somebody sues you. You still go on the court. You might win, but don't mean, don't mean you're not getting sued. So people have to understand that about getting sued. <laughs> getting sued means you're about to spend some money with lawyers. That's what you're about to do. All right. You're about to negotiate. You're about to put your house up. You're about to put your house up. You're about to go through a deposition. You're about to answer questions. What happened on June 31st when you felt for that woman's xiphoid? How come you felt for her xiphoid when you could have felt under the cleavage? How come you had to go under her shirt? Oh, Jesus Christ. Is she alive? She's alive, for goodness sakes. They don't care about that. Now I saw you on YouTube talking about clapping cheeks. Did you try to clap her cheeks? Lawyers got a kid that's going to go to college on your dumb ass. That's, what's going, that's what being sued means. Doesn't mean you lost. It just means you going to court. <laughs> that's all it means. Now, some people do have good Samaritan laws. Let me, let me just pull that up. Good Samaritan Hospital. Let's see what it is here. Oh, okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let me give you this right here. In California, there is no duty to rescue or assist another person who is in danger or an emergency situation. Exactly what I said. In California, there is no duty to rescue or assist another person who is in danger or in an emergency situation. Exactly. Exactly. This means that you cannot be held liable for not helping out. Neither a lawsuit nor criminal charges can be filed. So that helps you for not helping they ask. Now, what if you help? What if you help? See, what happened, they had to put these laws in place because people kept getting sued for helping. Again, if you're not a professional, you ain't got to do a damn thing. Just be like, mm. like, damn, that sucks. But maybe you're a human being and you're like, I'm only human. 
born to make mistakes. And you say, I've got to rescue this person. And you go and rescue. Okay, let me see. Good Samaritan laws here. Good Samaritan, Good Samaritan laws offer legal protection to people who give reasonable assistance to those who are or whom they believe to be injured, ill, or in peril, or otherwise incapacitated. The protection is extended to reduce bystanders, bystanders hesitant to assist for fear of being sued or prosecuted for unintentional injury or wrongful death. Okay, so that is the law in place. Now, again, does it? Let's see here. Doesn't mean you're gonna be not sued. Let me see here. Uh, let's see. Good Samaritan laws. Sorry. An example of the law in common law areas of Canada. Well, we don't want to read about Canadian law. A good Samaritan doctor is the legal principle that prevents a rescuer who has voluntarily helped the victim in distress from being successfully sued. Successfully su su wait, successfully sued for wrongdoing. It says it prevents. It prevents a rescue rescuer who has volunteered to help a victim in distress from being successfully sued. Doesn't mean you're not going to get sued, though. Uh, its purpose is to keep people from being reluctant to help a stranger in need of fear of uh, in need for a fear of legal repercussions. Should they make some mistake in treatment? By contrast, a duty to rescue law requires people to offer assistance and holds those who fail to do so liable. Good Samaritan laws may vary from jurisdiction to jurisdiction. As do their intention. Okay, so what about, well, you know, you got to know where it is. United States of America. All 50 states in the D.C. have some type of Good Samaritan law. The detail of Good Samaritan laws and acts vary by jurisdiction, including who is protected from liability. All right, there you go. I don't know, man. Duty to assist. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Anyway. I'm looking to see, can, can you ask, still end up in court? Thank you for uh, disclosing that. It varies, though. You got to know where you are. As stated yesterday, make selection is a Oh, yes. Uh, we'll get to that. As stated yesterday, shout out to Wrangler Star. As stated yesterday, your mate selection is the most important decision you're going to make. Sometimes you got to sit it out. Sometimes you got to know when to say when. As an older man, I'm going to say this. Callie West says 21 Savage's brother died because a girl set him up. I don't know anything about the situation. Shout out to you with the 304. I don't know anything about that situation, but it's very easy. Um, I, I've watched um, 20, what do you call it? Another 48 hours where a guy goes, uh, a girl sets him up. Uh, she hops in a car and Pookie claps him. I saw, I saw one just like that. And the guy's in the middle of the street laid out leaking. And the last couple of things he can say, he's trying to get up and stand up. And they're telling him, no, first responders, lay down, lay down. And he's like, this girl set me up. I rolled over. She told me to meet her here. She got in the car and then do start squeezing off. Now I'm leaking. Okay, you got to have steps and precautions. Like, say, for instance, um, in his situation here, I'm not going to invite her over while doing a live stream. That would be a precaution. That would be a precaution. Not to do so leaves you vulnerable. To do so leaves you vulnerable. And let's just say, um, let's just say if she was complicit and she did something, now we could have seen something live. You know, that would have been even worse. So thank God we didn't have that situation. 
the artist, Art of Bry Pass, who does some great artwork, Bruce Lee and Jimi Hendrix died with the girl there. Damn. What did I say? Pause. So Jimi Hendrix died with the girl there. This is very common. Look at, uh, he also says, look up how Elliot Smith died. Very similar. I, I wonder if the girls got prosecuted. Did the girls get prosecuted or did they just get to, 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 um, to just walk away from the scene? Guarantee you, if you did this, if one of you ninjas in here was somewhere and some girl died, your ass would be in jail right now. Yeah, Sam Cooke, same way. Sam Cooke, same way. If you hear the story about how Sam Cooke died, tragic. Same thing. Some girl, random. I think it was a, a working girl. And she left the scene, left him has in there dead. Left him in there dead. Uh, the same thing. Bob Saget died weird. Bob Saget died weird. Something similar. You know, I don't, they're like, oh, he hit his head. Nobody even knows. They're like, and I guarantee you, if they had some surveillance, Marvin Gaye didn't die like that, though. Chris Farley died like that, too, with, with the girl. I didn't know that. Elvis, not so much. Steve McNair, yeah. Steve McNair, same thing. Man, y'all got to know when to say when. This is the lesson for men. Peace leave is one of those things. I know we all want to see here and think we're experts on peace leave. Shout out to the ladies. Peace leave is going to be the anatomy. Uh, this is a great way to say it. Actually, in the Urban Dictionary, credited for coming up with that word. But um, I know you guys want to be Superman with this thing right here. Everybody want to get in here and act like they clap all the cheeks. And you want to be out here and, you act, and you're acting like you don't get yourself in, in predicaments. Let's go again. You can impregnate it and be subjected to 18, 18 years. You can get a disease. Did you see the MMA fighter talking about he had two flare-ups of herpes before he got in the ring? <laughs> you can get a disease or you can transmute a disease. You can have death by simp. You can be set up. You can get a false allegation. You can get a real allegation. What if she dies? She dies in the middle of the act because she then went and got choked. Didn't the girl do that recently? One of these celebrities, she went and asked to get choked too much. And then, oops, now you in jail. Um, she can set you up. She can be a honeypot. I'm missing one. There's various ways to die by this. You can, you can take too much Viagra, or you can take Viagra and you can mix it with alcohol. I don't know how the Viagra works. Luckily, I don't need to do any of that. But you can go in there and be like, look, I'm going to go get me a young Slimmy. And then now you're taking Viagra to keep up. Or you can get over-enthusiastic. And all the blood then went down to your penile. And your heart is going, yo. I mean, these things happen all the time. There's actually on the directions for Viagra. It says right here. Uh, it says right here. Take the drug by mouth as directed by doctor, usually as needed. Uh, I think if it, if it lasts more than four hours, you're in trouble. You don't want no... You don't want no stiffy pause for four hours. Oh, people are talking about Red Bull and all of that stuff. That could be a, I don't know. Can you, can you take a Viagra with a Red Bull? That could be a problem. Let me see here. Yeah, drink some water. Let me see. Red Bull and Viagra. 
you know, because we're talking about an older gentleman here. So if you might be one of these guys that are like, hey, I, I got to do what I got to do. I got a Slimmy coming over. And you're like, hey, I'm, I'm going to go pop me a, a Viagra. You should avoid. Oh, here we go right here. Let me see here. And this is all speculation. I'm not, I don't know. I wasn't in there. But it says right here, you should avoid. Uh, many people take Viagra in combination with other legal drugs, such as alcohol, caffeine, or energy drinks like Red Bull. However, taking Viagra, they give it its regular name. With these drugs may lead to an interaction or undue effects of the, it's called sildenafil. Caffeine increases heart rate and blood pressure, which can interact with the effects of uh, Viagra. Red Bull can show similar effects as shown in studies comparing uh, pharmacokinetic parameters of Viagra alone and taken with Red Bull. Alcohol may interact with Viagra and by causing blood pressure to become too, too low for too long. It also exacerbates the sexual health issues that Viagra looks to correct. When in doubt, take the advice of a doctor. Only get your medication from the source. Listen, this is all. I'm, I'm not saying this is the situation right here, but it says right here, Viagra and Red Bull. A lot of the risks of taking Viagra with Red Bull are the same as those. I'm not sharing the screen, but I'll show you. So I'm not making it up. Are the same as those for caffeine since the drink contains a ton of caffeine. However, they also contain various other added ingredients and a lot of extra sugar on top of that. There can be a small amount of research with the interaction with energy drinks and caffeine. One study attempted to identify the ways the energy drink can interfere with the pharmacokinetic parameters of Viagra by using rats as test organisms. I don't think they're saying it's a good thing to do. The number fails significantly with Viagra when combined with Red Bull. Don't worry too much about the numbers. The main point is that Red Bull significantly reduces the absorption of Viagra in a clinical application. This means the drug won't work nearly as well for the same dose if taken with Red Bull. You should avoid taking it at the same time as drinking Red Bull and talk to a doctor. Okay. I mean, this is a situation men need to worry about. You need to worry about that. Okay, uh, but but let me just tell you, you're not going to, you're not going to think about that when you're with the Slimmy. If you're with a little, well, she wasn't a Slimmy. She was thicker than a Snicker. She was thicker than a Snicker. So, um, and she was a Senorita. So let's just say in the middle of that, you're not going to jump on the internet and be like, hmm, can I take this with that? You're going to sit there and go, all right, I'm sipping on scissor tonight, and let's have some fun. All right, so you got to be extra careful in what you do. Whatever you won't do when you're alone, don't do in the company of the person just because they're there. They come in and say, do you smoke weed? Oh, I don't smoke weed. And then she says, oh, you need to take a hit. Well, I would not do it right there. Don't, don't do it today. Because you don't know where she got her stuff from. She'd be like, let me roll you up a little something. And then she put a little fairy dust in your joint, roll you up a, and then put it in your mouth and light it. Guys, my aunt died like that. My aunt died just like that. Daughter found her. All right, daughter found my aunt just like that. Dead. Went to go get a hit. She, she got some, went to the drug dealer. This is before anything was legal. She went out. She got some. She scored. She went to the crib with another woman, 
Speaking of another woman being there, she went there to the crib with another woman. They smoked out and then they went back. But when they went the first time, they got in an argument with uh, this is all alleged, by the way. She, they got in an argument with the supplier. So then by the time they went back for a second hit, a second score, they laced them up. And then they went lit up and she was dead immediately. And the other girl. The other girl got the hell out of Dodge. This was years ago. I want to say this is over 20 years. No, yeah, we're talking about 20 years. This is 20 years ago. So it's real in the field. You got to be careful when you're going to, if you get addicted and you go score like that, you got to be careful of who you're getting stuff from. So if a girl comes in and she's sexy and she's like, oh, oh, I hear you can take a little bit of this and you'll be extra hard. Don't take it. Take a little of this and you'll be, do not take it. Do not pass go. Sometimes you got to know when to say when. Because they're going to be like, hey, the last dude I gave some of this took it. Well, she doesn't know what you're made of. You don't know your problems. You don't know what I'm dealing with. And then all of a sudden, I'm like, hmm, okay, I'll take some. The end of the whole damn situation. So then, why is she not being questioned? Somebody says, let her smoke it first. Yeah, you, but even then, you know, you'd be like, yeah. Pop this molly, hit this perk, sip this scissor. Nope, nope, nope. Hit this weed. Nope. I always say, one of the reasons why I um don't do drugs is because I don't know where you got yours from. I don't know where you got yours from. I want to know where I get my drugs from. <laughs> if I'm in the drugs, where'd you get yours? Who's in here? So what you trying to say? Are, did you just show up now? You didn't just show up now. Don't come in here pulling rank. Hey, man, what is this? What you trying to say? And you just clicked on the live now. All right, sit your ass now. Go back to the beginning of the show. Go back to the beginning of the show and then play it through before you ask me questions. This the dude come in the church in the middle of the show. He come in the aisle. He tell a little. He walk like this past the ushers. And then your ass want to say, hey, what is this about, man? Get to the message. What's the point of this? And you late. You show up in the middle of class late eating Doritos and smoking out back in the back of the damn the auto shop. And you want to come to class talking. Now, let me sit your ass down and catch up. Ask the neighbor to get the notes. Catch up on where we at. Uh-huh. Right there. Okay. Yeah. Let me get all these notes right here. Catch up. Be quiet and fill out the rest of the notes. And then ask some damn questions. What the hell is this? The audacity to try to come in and question me. <laughs> Jeremiah Franz says, what did he take the poke? It could be heart inflammation. I don't know his medical status. People are assuming he did, which is comes in. There's a whole bunch of problems now because then, but, but one, one thing you guys got to understand when it comes to that poke, there's nothing you guys can do. If somebody literally, cause they just had an outbreak of hepatitis A and B. And they're going, damn, I don't know why this mysterious outbreak. One thing you're going to figure out, they're never going to attribute anything to that. <laughs> Give up the ghost. Now, we know we can sit here and then speculate on that. 
But a lot of people have been going down. Soccer players in the middle of soccer games, young athletes, they've been going down. And then here's the evidence right here. 86% of people either did or did not take it. You can determine it from that. But guess what? They never will. They're never going to do it. Maybe maybe when you're about to die. All of y'all right now, I'm going to be 85 and they might. So be careful. Somebody said, be careful to me. They're never going to do it. So I don't even know why would you, you know, you guys are going to sit here and speculate. Because they're never going to come out and be like, they're never going to be like, they're never going to come out and be like, Kevin Samuels died because it's never going to happen. So if we could forget that. All right. So uh, sorry to say that, but they're never, the, the autopsy is not going to come out and say, well, because of, they're never going to do it. Where are we at here? Uh, Double M is in the building. Maryland guy. Hey, coach, off topic, but crypto's on a fire sale. Bitcoin, yeah, they Bitcoin got annihilated. He said it touched 29K today. Most altcoins, 80 to 90% off. Bear market, not bull market. Makes millionaires stay with it. That's not my financial advice, but that's Maryland guy letting us know. The market right now is getting beat into submission. But uh, obviously, when that happens, if you're an investor, those are discounts. Somebody says they caught the Alabama CEO you spoke about today. They caught the woman or did she die? Somebody, I saw somebody said she died. Alabama CEO. It wasn't a popular stream. But, um, but uh, yeah, we went through uh, women working in that particular industry, getting involved in, um, they're, they're getting involved in uh, with the inmates. They're caught after a crash. So they didn't die. She didn't die. She just got caught. You know, to think the lengths that people to go through uh, for love. Guys, I don't believe in love at my age anymore because people use love as a scapegoat for doing dumb things. I know a lot of new people are here. You guys got to catch up on my content. I'm tired of love being used as a scapegoat for doing dumb things. It's no longer. This, is, this, isn't, this isn't the dark ages anymore. This isn't romance anymore. We lost all of that. Love, if you're going to blame love for doing stupid things, just say you're stupid. All right, come on, stop. Love has caused more deaths than anything, bar none, other than the Crusaders, people uh, decapitating each other. I don't know what it is, wars. I guarantee you love has caused more death. Love for peace, it's not that, like they say, the love of money. The love of money is, um, what does they call it? The love of money is whatever. The love of peace leave. <laughs> Come on, man. You guys will do the, some of the dumbest things in, on history in earth over some love. And you'll say things like crazy in love, dubba, 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 crazy in love, crazy in love. Think about it, guys. And oftentimes your love, uh, money is the root, the love of money is the root to all evil. What about the love of peace leave? What about the love of love? What is that? That is the got to be rooted in evil. You think about the amount of jealous people. Fellas, there's a jealous girl in our town. You think about the dumb things that people have done for love. Jealousy, envy, backstabbing, setting people up. The death rate on love is too high to calculate. How about the people who use love in order to get what they want from you and then they stabbed you in the back? Love is evil. <laughs> I know not biblical love, but uh, 
I guarantee you, I can find a massive amount of people that have ruined their lives over love. So let's start prosecuting love. Now, some good things can happen, but here's people dying. I mean, let's just say she was in love with you. Now she's not. Now she sends the simp over, and now it's death by simp, all because you fell in love with her. Coach, I just hired my first employee. Congratulations to the real Fitz style in the building. Congratulations. You've come a long way. Death by 304, for sure. Death by 304 is a, a real deal. And this isn't uh, producing any hate. I just don't. I'm just telling you, you got to be very, very cautious on how you deal with things. Um, oh, oh, the, the last thing I was, oh, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. The CEO self-deleted. She deleted herself or did she kill her or did she just shoot herself? She shot herself, but did, did she die? Okay. And so uh, the, the one thing I want as men, as men, uh, as men, this is the message today. As men, as you, as you're young and you're not successful with women, one of the one things that people are going to put into your face is success with women is going to be your answer to life. I want to tell you, um, you're going to figure out women, but success with women is not going to be your answer. Figuring out women is going to be your answer. Okay, so you're going to think as long as I can get women to easily sleep with me, I will solve all of my problems. And it's going to be a 15-year crusade that you're going to basically navigate your life. So from the age of 15 or 20, uh, age of 16, 14, 15, you're going to start. Oh, she died. Idiot. So. At age 14, you're going to start to be fascinated by women. All right. But you're not going to, most men aren't going to be successful. 80%, maybe 90% aren't going to be successful at all because women are choosing by that point. Now you're going to figure out every other way for 14 or 15 years on how to be successful. Some of me, it might take, some dudes are 55 years old and 60 and they still don't get it. And it's a sad sight to see. All right, let me play our guy who doesn't get it. He's 50 and 60. He's li still listening to the game is going to be the answer. And he's going to cold approach women somewhere in Hooters or, or something like that. Let's go ahead and play our guy. And this is what this is going to be the crutch of men. And I'm going to tell you what the answer is. This is my answer. Success with women is not the answer. Okay, it's not the answer. It's the same as a, okay, getting rich is the answer. It's not. It's a, it's a, it's going to help, but it's also, if you're not disciplined, it's going to mess you up. Here's your boy right here. He thinks by getting women and not being disciplined and going out and cold approaching or, or, or what do they call this? There's a strategy they call this. I think Alan Roger Curry would call this, or you would attribute this to mode one. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. But this is a false mode one. This is a guy that doesn't know his limitations. I'm a horny old man. I'm 61 years old. And you have some big motherfucking titties. How sad. How sad. And a lot of you are going to do this when you haven't figured out women. Now, you won't figure them all out. And what I'm going to tell you is you won't figure them all out. The goal is not to figure them all out. The goal is to get to the point where you eliminate 80% of them right off the rip. 
right off the rip. This is the secret to women. This is the absolute secret. Now, this is a strategy that women use against men. Now, I'm not saying that it works for them. It's actually counterproductive for them, but it actually keeps their intent. You eliminate 80% of them off the rip. Now, most guys, you don't do this because you want to cold approach every damn thing that you see down here. I'm not saying that you can't fancy the women, but sometimes you got to know, nah, eliminate 80% off the rip. That means you got to have some sort of standard. That means you got to actually know where the danger is. Uh, that one's too dangerous. I know she's, she, she, I know she's giving me the cold, uh, what do you call it? The choosing signal. That was too dangerous. Uh, nope, she doesn't. She's not up to my standard. Okay, there's too much to lose on this one. Okay, this one seems just right. Let me check her mental. Let me let me walk her through the phases. Let me walk her through the phases and vet her. Okay, let me be patient with her. Let me let me tempt her with the taste of nuts and honey. All right, let me tempt her tummy with the taste of nuts and honey. All right, you get, but you guys go out there with no salami discipline. You guys go out there with nothing, and then all you want to do is put a little sink on your finger. All you want to do is wet your whistle, and so you can come out to your homeboys and say, look, I got another pair of panties, but here's the problem. Here's the problem. The problem is some of you guys don't come out. The problem is some of you guys get set up like a big old fat sucker. Some of you guys end up losing when you thought you were winning. Some of you guys lose when you thought you were winning. And this happens all the time. Because you don't have a standard for yourself. Now, I know you young guys, you wet behind the ears. <laughs> this is something that you should actually do and get better at over time. And by the time your big head outthinks the little head, you'll be good at it. Not perfect. Believe me, I do find myself into some situations here. I'm not perfect at it. Every now and then, my tummy gets tempted. <laughs> Every now and then, I'll catch myself in a situation, and post-nut clarity will wake me up and go, oh, shit, oh, I should have known better. But I was in the spirit of lust. <laughs> I, You know, it was an easy layup. And I had to go ahead and go under the leg and try to yam it when I could have just laid it up off the backboard. I could have took that one off. I could have dished it off. I could have said, not tonight. The flesh is weak, but the spirit is willing. But you guys will become 30, 40, and 50, and then you won't know when to throw in the damn towel. I'm a horny old man. I'm 61 years old, and you have some big motherfucking titties. Yeah, see, not all older men are wise. A lot of older men are slaves to their biology and their lust. And this is what prevent. This is what see. This is this is what happened to him. Let me tell you what happened to him, and we'll do the rest of it. What happened to him was he thought he can cold approach, or he can, you know, uh, mode one. He was listening to too much YouTube. I'm not dissing ARC, but he thought he can mode one. But what he didn't realize was that he was being recorded. That's an L. Because now I'm playing his ass in this slitch malt liquor uh, drooling. He's drooling uh, Colt 45. 
and he didn't realize that the women that 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 that, that, that uh, he was approaching was going to record his ass. That's a L. See, whether they laughed it off and they giggled it, <laughs> this is cute. What they did was, I'm going to record you, and I'm going to have this here forever. Now you're forever in your drunken stupor, believing you're going to be the Daddy Mac again or the Mac Daddy, and now you look like an idiot. This is the guy that is a slave to his loin. So I'm telling you guys, as you get older, as you get wiser, as you improve in life, start getting a strategy on how to discipline your life around sex. Because it can very well, the wrong, one wrong interaction with a woman could very well be your last interaction with anyone. And in this case with Kevin, it's indisputable that that is what occurred. Whether it was, see, look, what you guys want to do is blame her. You want to be like, she set him up and she was a honeypot. And it's regardless. We got to get to the point where we have to be honest with ourselves and say, did he contribute? To this situation. Have an honest conversation. Did he contribute? Could he have done one thing. To prevent this. Because we know she's going to get away with it. If she did do it. She's going to get away with it. But I think. You have to be honest with yourself. This girl got pregnant on me. No you got her pregnant. We got to take the L. This girl uh, gave me an STD. No, you gave, you got an STD from the girl. Somebody said, how is it her fault like at all? Uh, oh, there's ladies in here. Shout out to the ladies who were just discovering CGA. You're here with the realest dude on YouTube in this space. You guys thought you dodged the bullet, didn't you? <laughs> ladies were like, good, he's gone. We'll have to hear no more. And then you showed up to the notorious CGA. And you're like, oh, the saga continues. <laughs> they thought it was over. Oh, ding dong, the witch is dead. And now you're at CGA. It's getting worse for you. You're like, damn, wait, it's getting worse. They just discovered it's worse for them now. Oh, my God, we'll take it. They in there doing chest compressions in there. Like, bring Kevin back. We ended up on this other dude named the Notorious One. <laughs> There's more of us out here. There's more of us, ladies. Oh, and send feed pictures. That's that's the one way you can get by and you can win my heart over. You can win my heart over by sending me feed pictures, and I'll I'll you know I'll give you a pass. You can stay around. You know, most of the ladies have already done what they were supposed to do. <laughs> KS was the nice one. I'm I'm telling you, you guys are gonna find out and end up on another guy. You're gonna be like, Minister Jap, who is this guy? <laughs> Be like, bring bring Kevin back. Y'all gonna be in there like, hey, bring, come back, man. You guys were, I like the way you said it. I thought you were saying it harshly. There's some dudes that are harsh. My goodness. They done rolled up and found out, wait a minute, there's 10 of them. <laughs> you, gonna, you gonna mess around. I mean, you don't know. You didn't know, did you? You had it good. Hey, this is what happens when they get divorced. I'll do the rest of the cash app. When they get divorced, they're like, good, I'm going to get rid of this goofy-ass ex-husband, and I'm going to go out there and find a prince, and I'm going to ride off to the sunset, and the grass will be greener. They get rid of their husband. They come out here, and it ain't nothing but us sharks. 
Do not bring your ass out here, ladies. You're going to get them cheeks clapped. You come out here messing with me. Because as soon as you see me, all you're going to hear is, Donna, 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 Donna. You be like, man, there's sharks out here. What is going on? <laughs> you had the nicest one of the guys. Kevin Samuels was the nice one. <laughs> I don't know what happened. What, what was y'all thinking? Donna. Them girls would be like, man, I'm divorced. I'm going to come out here. I'm going to date guys. They're going to take us out to restaurants and dates. They're going to take me on free vacations. They're going to pay for meals. And I'm going to just date, date, date. I'm going to just eat, eat, and date, date, date. They get on Bumble. Donna. 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 <laughs> Shit. They're like running back to their husband. Oh, honey, can you take me back? Baby, I'm yours. Anyway. Yeah, they can mess around and find angry man. They done found some dudes that have just messed you up. They're going to be like, They be like, that's where I'm telling you, don't, y'all yeah, didn't know what y'all were missing. Kevin was explaining it as nice and as patient as you can possibly get. It's the way you said it. And you keep telling me to not interrupt you. And then they tune in to CGA talking about he going to the junior college. You thought, you thought the leftover woman was a deal. I'm over here. Never mind. <laughs> Shout out to the new ladies here that are watching me for the first time. He did. He says he went on. Yeah, KS was going in hardcore. But see, the way he said it was in a way, and I explained this earlier. The, the genius of KS was that he um he did it with the suit. He found he found a way to make people. Uh, he, he found the one thing that people respected out of everything. You know, normies, normies respect people in suits. This is why for a long time up until recently. Anybody that wanted to sell something to you or anybody that wanted to look professional always dressed in a suit. Now, it doesn't tell you how competent they are, but if they're wearing a suit, you listened. That's all they had to do was have a suit on and you immediately. And that was the genius. He played he he played that up. So every time he got there, he put his suit on and people automatically respected the power that came with dressing the part. Okay. And you bit, you, 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 you swallowed it. You, 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 you bit, you took the bait. And there was other guys that just come on here with a V-neck black t-shirt from Old Navy, kicking it, kicking the information just the same, if not better or harder or whatever. We, we're giving you the same information, similar information, but just in a different way. I add a little comedy and humor. Believe me, ladies, I love the way you are. Stay, stay the same. I'm not the guy that said what modern women did. Stay the way you are. All right. I'm not trying to change you. I can use you, <laughs> but I'm not going to blind you, trust you. I'm not going to push marriage. I'm not going to do any of those things. I tell dudes to not get married until things change. Hold the line. But to be fair, the suit is what reeled you in. And it's what got you in a situation where you thought he was the worst, like he was the worst principal of all time. He was the worst substitute principal. Who is this guy? Let's get rid of the principal. And then you get rid of the principal, and then guess who gets hired after him? Me. And then you're like, damn, the, the last principal wasn't that bad. Right? 
So be careful what you wish for. You just might get a worse deal, worse deal. Uh, shout out to, uh, this happens in the coaching profession, so I know. A lot of times your coach, I hate this coach. This coach is the worst. They fire the coach and they bring in a dumbass the next coach they hire. And then what happens is the kids that play under the new dumbass coach or the worst coach, he's like Bobby Knight coach, and they running. And then the players run back to the coach they they got fired, and they say, you wasn't half that bad. And they complain about the new coach to the old coach. And the old coach is like, you got me fired. <laughs> Y'all the one complained about me and didn't want to work for me. Now, look at what you got. Same thing as your teacher. Oh, we hate this damn teacher. And they bring in another teacher, and you're like, oh, my God, this guy's worse, or this woman's worse. I want the old teacher back. You can't do that. You can't live like that. You can't live life like that. Sometimes you got to find a way to work with who you have because the next person you get is going to be 10 times worse. Mm. <laughs> it's going to be 10 times worse. Y'all hated Trump. Get that damn Trump out of here. And then you got Biden's ass. Are you a freshman at the university? No, no. <laughs> you look like no. a freshman. <laughs> and Biden's sitting around here. He didn't raise the, yeah, the devil, you know, Biden didn't raised all the prices and all that. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. And that's, you know what, you know what it is when you don't blame the other dude? That's you trying not to catch that L. <laughs> that's you trying not to catch that L when the people don't blame Biden, but y'all was blaming Trump. And I'm not, listen, I, I, I go a certain way, but when you literally be like, well, it ain't his fault. Well, Three years ago, you was blaming the previous dude for the exact same thing. It's you not trying to catch that L. Hey, I told you to do Biden. How we done lost a damn vote? We done lost a vote. That's gonna go to Trump. <laughs> and then we need to get him out of there. Then the next dude come in. Well, it's not really his fault. It's what happened was, see, this is what you're playing because you don't want to take that L. In our society, you guys got to learn how to take L's. Say I effed up. Lady, say it with me. I effed up. Lady, say it with me. And gentlemen, if you want to, learn how to say this. You know I messed up. I, I actually I actually thought I was doing better, but but I, I effed up. Say it with me. Ladies don't have to say this in life. You guys can pass that buck with the best of them. First thing you do, it's ready to blame somebody else on anything. Well, it wasn't my fault. I was dressed this way, but I could dress this way too. It wasn't my fault. Say it with me. I didn't hear y'all. Say it with me. You know I messed up. Every relationship breaks up. It's always the dude's fault. It's his fault. He didn't know how to do this. And he didn't respect me. He didn't honor. Next relationship, same thing. Same song and dance. You've been in 40 failed relationships and you ain't hold, you ain't held one L yet. It's always the guy's fault. It's always his fault. And these are jerks. And they was like this and that and that and that. Hold the L. Because as men, we have to hold the L every single day. Every day we go out here, we're being blamed for something. When we do something, we get the blame. When we don't do something, we get the blame. And some men are so happy with holding L's, they try to come in here and make me hold their L's. You know, we as men, we got to just keep holding these L's. Let's continue to get beat down and smothered while they run around and don't face any consequences, repercussions, or accountability. 
<laughs> These Owens are running around here. Ain't had I, somebody has to answer this question. Let's do the rest of the chats because we just BSing. Somebody has to answer this question. All your romantic life, you have had zero success. <laughs> Why in the world do you think you're going to have it now? Please answer that to me. Please, I'll wait. These people are Owens, Owen 20, Owen 40, Owen 50, Owen 2 in marriage, Owen 3 in marriage. And they literally will come out, be on Bumble, Tinder, on every dating app, Hinge. I'm looking for the one that I can spend the rest of my life with. You're 50. Where, what happened to the previous 50 years? Okay, what happened to the previous 35 years? I got this question. How do you think it's going to happen now? You got less to work with. You got less time to work with. Less looks, less body, less hair. I mean, <laughs> more weight, more debt. You literally got nothing to sell. Or not nothing. You got very few things to sell, okay? You got nothing really going for you. You got more kids. Why in the world do you think it's going to work now? I got a strong question on that. Somebody has to answer this for me. Is there a lady in the house? Why would it work now? <laughs> like it would have worked when you were 19. Like it, the, the, the chances of it working is, is infinite. But why now? Why at 40 now? Why is it going to work now? Please somebody tell me. It's not like you got, I'm really, it's, 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 it's not confusing to me. The answer is clear, but what the answer, what make, what confuses you is you try to find a reason that, that, that is going to work. Oh, well, you know, anything's possible. Love anything. Love conquers all and anything happens and you can meet the right person in your soulmate, but you had three soulmates before. What, why does the next soulmate going to work? You men, men answer this question because I know not everybody in here is hardcore. Men, why in the world? <laughs> Coach, blame Hollywood. It's it's great. You know what it is? You guys haven't seen my show on the mythology of fantasy and romance. You haven't seen it. You, if you've seen it, you'll wake up because I broke it down on the history of fantasy and romance. I had a lawyer come in here tell you it's inventory stock Romantic comedies and romance movies are inventory stock for divorce attorneys. And it was a female divorce attorney that said it. They're like, you shouldn't watch this stuff. You shouldn't believe it. You, you watching romance and fantasy is similar to me watching the World Wrestling Federation and thinking it's real. <laughs> hey, maybe one of these days Hulk Hogan to come back and drop a leg on Andre the Giant and hook the leg. Man, Andre and Hulk are still feuding right now. Like, let's just say you meet a person that's your soulmate. I give it two years tops if you're over the age of 35. I'll give you two years if you met your soulless mate of possibility. There's no way it ain't going past two years. By two years, 
you'll be replacing that one. And then you'll be looking for the next one, the next lottery ticket, the next lottery ticket. If you make it past two years, I'll be shocked. <laughs> but do whatever you want out here with your hopeless romantic hope strategy having. It's one of the most interesting phenomena. And when you guys die, you're going to sit back and think of all the wasted money, time, and all of that that you got by following around trying to follow fantasy and romance. Okay, you're going to realize you wasted time. Now, what you think is going to happen is, shout out to Ed, the, the 304 detector says, KS drank a lot of Red Bull energy drinks. Okay, so that's apparent. This is what you think. You guys are like, what's wrong with this dude? This dude is, no, I'm realistic. You people think, because look, what did you guys do before dating? You know what I mean? Just think about it. What, what did you guys do before dating? We're just kicking it today. What did you guys do? Like, what did people do before dating? Like, people were dodging, they were dodging Indians, you know what I mean? And the, the cavalry, and they were blazing trails, and they were moving across the the, the the country in a a horse and carriage and a buggy across the prairie. Uh, they were farming. Uh, they were in slavery. Where was the love then? <laughs> like, what did they do for dating then? Did they go out to fancy restaurants? Did they go get a picnic basket and go into the with mosquitoes and all kind of stuff? Hurricane. What were y'all doing? You know what people did? They tried to survive. And they were like, you look good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you look good. You're good. You're available. What did you do before there were big mega cities? And you could just go through date after date after date after date after date after date. date. <laughs> I'll go on date, date after date. There's no good guys out here. Date, date, date. What did you do when there were only 30 people in town? Because that's how most people lived. In New York City, back in 100 years ago, there was like 246,000 people. Now there's 10 million, and you think there's infinite options. Date, 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 date. There's no good guys. Date, date. People at that point just said, look, man, here you are. I'm going to die at 36. I'll be lucky to make it to 40. Let's get together and have some babies. They didn't sit there and go, there's a soulmate out there. I know he's a... <laughs> You guys will literally be like thinking that there's another person out here, bro. Like what? Man, settle for somebody you got and move the hell on in life. <laughs> like conquer that need to feel like you deserve oh, the moons and the stars and the quasars. You need to conquer that feeling. And you can conquer it either by going, okay, this person's good enough. Or I can find my own fantasy. I can, I, I can move on now in life and figure out other things. Or you could be like, I'll just go until my heart's content, until I pass out. I, I, I don't get it. You guys really need to. And so my, free, my book, The Free Agent Lifestyle, it freed me from this need to go, what if I meet? What if I meet the girl of my dreams? And every day I go out, is it her? Is it her? could be her well i'm not in the right city i'll move across the city is it her is it her man forget all that bro let me go live my life and if she shows up i'm gonna ask her I got money. how much is this gonna cost 
and I'll know you're only temporary. You'll be here for a week, a month, a year, an hour, two years, 10 years, tops. And I'll enjoy every little bit of you as long as I can enjoy you. And when you're ready to go, bye. Now I can go do what the hell I was doing before you showed up. <laughs> but you guys always just, there could be possible and I need to be here and I'm going to go here and there could be the possibility I can find my soulmate. I can hit the lottery. No, nah, man, go, go do something in life. Gentlemen, go do something with your life. Stop sitting around with this hope strategy. If a girl finds you, just enjoy her for the time you find her. Okay. Sometimes you might get a good three, four year run with her. And when it ends, just be like, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, lady. Thank you very much for being part of my life. Send her ass home with a parting gift. Most of you guys got to understand sending them home with a party gift will cure your ills with women. I know you don't want to do this. I ain't giving enough. A chick of mine better not keep a dime. Sometimes if you gave her five bucks, if you, if you paid her taxi cab and walked her to the cab, it could have cured everything, Mike Tyson. You got to send them home with a severance package. I know you don't want to do so. Send her ass home. You know what? You've been with me. You've been a good woman for two years. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna pay off that credit card, get the hell out of my life. <laughs> if you were with her for two hours and she chewed down the meal that you had and she got a little tipsy and she came over and got sloppy on you, do not kick her ass outside. You know what? You need a ride home. You take your ass home. Get out to the car, walk her ass to the door. Bye bye. Hey, here's 20 bucks for your time. And she'll think, oh, what? because in her mind, now once you done paid her for it, she can't come after you. Because then you can say, you belong to these streets. In these streets. Severance package, gentlemen. Understand it. Uh, Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods got in trouble. And he could have gave the woman 50 bucks and got right out of trouble. He could have gave her 50 because I think one of the girls was like, hey, I need I'm down on my luck because girls that you're with are going to be down on their luck. Tiger Woods could have gave her $50 and none of this bullshit would have happened. He could have won the Masters. He could have broke the damn record and rolled off to the sunset. But guess what he did? I ain't giving you. Sh That's what he did after clapping her cheeks in the hotel for months on end. And he was like, I ain't giving you a damn dime. <laughs> Severance package. Send they ass flow. Remember that one girl came out and she said, um, the dude got to take care of me a little bit after he breaks up. What was that girl named? Blue London? I can't remember. It was blue something. Now that I think about it, I'm sitting here going, <laughs> sometimes when you cut her ass off, you might have to get... <clears throat> You know what? Because otherwise, if you leave their ass out in the cold, because they're going to be out in the cold. Blue Jasmine. The more I think about it, I'm like, mm. <laughs> Somebody says, man, you really think low. See, that's what happens when you don't believe the hope strategy. 
You really think low? No, I think to not get my ass in trouble out here, Lady London, I'm not dumb out here. Men get in trouble because they refuse to break bread. You broke ninjas. You broke. You guys are broke, and then you end up going, "Man, I ain't gonna do. I ain't doing nothing." And then you catch a charge. Did Mike? Did Mike Tyson catch a charge? How did Mike Tyson catch a charge? I'll wait. How did he catch a charge? He literally did not get his ass up and walk her to the cab. If he got up, because I know how hard it is, you know. He he busted and he said, now you can do that for a while. You won't get caught up. But at one point, it's gonna it's gonna catch your ass. And he basically said to that girl, allegedly, didn't he put hands on her? No, he didn't. Not Robin Gibbons. No, the girl he that got, put him in jail. The girl that put him in jail. I think her name is Desiree. Desiree. He got finished with her. Yep, same thing, Tupac. Same thing with Tupac. Hey, same thing with Tupac. Tupac had that girl in the hotel room. He he finished up with her. She was she was also a honeypot. She was also allegedly a honeypot. And he he went in there. He finished with the girl. And then he he the, the guys went in there to try to get with her. And then she acted a fool. And he was like, be out, get out of here. Guess what happened? Guess what happened? She was like, oh, you're going to do me that? Hey, one thing, um, I don't want to give away the story here. Um, anybody see the new movie, Doctor Strange? Anybody see the new movie, Doctor Strange? If you didn't, cover your ears. However, there's a scene in there. This is spoiler alert. In the movie, Doctor Strange, go watch the movie. And you know, I watched it with my lens, my red pill lens. Watch the movie, Dr. Strange. He decided that he was going to screw over Scarlet. He was like, man, Scarlet, man, hell with you. Cover your ears for about 30 seconds, a minute. He says, hell with you, Scarlet Witch. Guess what Scarlet Witch did? She said, oh, really? Scarlet Witch, Scarlet Witch showed up. She showed up to where? She showed up to their spot. And she found the weakest simp and blew that spot up. Somebody said, go watch it. And the whole movie, Scarlet Witch was, now she's a bull in a china shop. Once you turn on the woman, once you leave her out hanging, it's over. And she came in and then she said, I'm going to blow that spot up. And then she came in and she looked for a way. She tried to do it with Mike and she tried to do, she tried to throw everything at it. And then she found the weakest simp. And she went and she came in and whispered, she says. What did she whisper? She said, run to the weakest dude. The one dude. She found one dude. She said, run right in his ear. And he, and he, and he, and he fell for it and she blew up the spot. And she left that. There's no fury like a woman's scorn. One thing you're going to learn. One thing you're going to learn. Okay, everybody listen. You can listen now. 
you can listen. One thing you're going to learn, you got to prevent scorning women in your life. <laughs> you got to find out how that done. And one thing that you can do is parting gift. I know you don't want to do this because you don't want to break bread. Sometimes it's worth, here's a little 20, here's a little, just send their ass on. If you're going to get into the business of scorning women and pissing them off, you're going to get scarlet witched. You're going to get scarlet witched and it's going to be your ass. It's going to be your ass. Do not get into that karma. As men, there's nothing you can do about it. Once she's scorned, you can't call it back. Ladies, you know I'm not lying. Let's do the rest of these cash app. Ask Bill Cosby. Once she's scorned, there's no working it out. And she can be scorned for decades. I know some women right now who've been divorced for 20 years. If you brought up their ex-husband, it'll be just like yesterday. Her, her situation will be just like yesterday, like she just broke up. Somebody says, what gift? An Uber home, a fistful of 20s? What? Not whatever it takes, but just be considerate. <laughs> just be considerate. You ain't got to pay all everything, but whatever your interactions are, if you believe it's going to scorn them, you're in bad business, sir. And what's going to happen to you, you cannot call it back. There ain't a masculine frame. It's going to mess you up, and you're going to go, what the hell can I do to stop this shit? Well, the price just went up. The price went up. You, it was cheap. It, you could have solved it with $25. You know what it's going to cost you now? $25,000. <laughs> it's going to cost you $25,000 now. And somebody's going to say, she's just going to come back for more money. Okay. 25 plus 100 is still cheaper than 25,000. $100 is cheaper than two years in prison. How do you want it? <laughs> like, what do you want? Victor Jimenez is confused. You confused. Okay. You want to be, you want to go to jail? Because she got something that she got that for you too. Oh, you want to do? How much, how, how much, you, how much you want? See, you're dealing with, you, you're dealing with women. You guys think you guys are going to muscle your way through this and outsmart them. Yeah, guys, at some point, you're going to get caught up one time. I mean, just kind of looking at this show that we're talking about. It only takes one time to get caught up. It only gets one time. It only gets one time to ca get caught up. Again, remember, we talked about game guys. And they're like, oh, man, you just do this and do that. And I always say, it's only going to take you once to learn that the 200 times you got away with it, it's, it's going to seem like you're going to wish you never got away with it because the 201st time is going to get real. And when you get the 201st time, you're going to wish you didn't screw over 200 women. You're going to realize real fast that 200 women is wasn't worth it because 201 it could either end in death. It could either end in you going to jail. It could end up with you paying a lot of money. It could end up with you being with child. What is it? What is it going to take? Sometimes you got to 
Sometimes you got to know your limits. You you screw over 200 women. Sometimes you got to just say, let's pack it in. You got to know when to retire. You got to know when to pivot. You got to know when to switch gears. You got to know when to throw in a towel. Yeah, you can get away with screwing around women, pumping, dumping them, and, and, and busting in their face and kicking them in their butt when they leave. Mm-hmm. Keep it up. It only takes one screw up. And we're here on this show. Listen, one screw up got you here to listen to this show. It takes one screw up, not 10, one. Now, all of us aren't going to get that one. Some of us are going to dodge bullets and dodge bullets and dodge bullets. And then you're going to, and those guys are going to create the the women that are going to ruin the next man's life. So that's all they're doing is creating the women that are going to screw the next man's life up. All right, so they're pissed at you, and then I screw her over, and then she gives me Scarlet Witch. So it doesn't matter. You dodged a bullet, but the next man caught one. Let's get real out here. I know you guys don't want to break bread and all that shit, but $25 is better than $25,000. $25 is better than two years. $25 is better than Scarlet Witch. $25 or $50 of Plan B is better than child support. You tell her to take a plan B, you go to the drugstore, you drop 50, and then you bring it to her. I ain't doing that, man. I'm a whole masculine frame. She better go get her own plan B. Okay. <laughs> yep. She'll Give her $50, leave it on her dresser, and tell her to get her own plan B. Paul George. He gave her a million dollars to get an uh, early termination pregnancy. He impregnated a woman. He gave her a million dollars. What did he give her? He gave her the money to go get the termination of pregnancy. And he said, I'll leave it up to you to do the right thing. (laughs) Okay, man, you better drop her ass off. You better walk her in. When are you guys going to learn? It happens to all these guys. You're watching Kevin as a result of this type of situation. When are you guys going to learn? This is not a game. I know women are, you know, you think they're goofy and you think they're, you know, all of these things that sometimes they can appear to be and you think they're delusional and you think, but dealing with them is real in the field. There's consequences. There's death. There, there, You can get away with it. Sometimes there's scarlet witching. Sometimes there's set up. Sometimes they're, it's real in the field. There's divorce. There's uh, they're, 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 they're. the government. It's real in the field. You better start really realizing that this whole kicking them in the butt and kicking them in the curb can only last so long. <laughs> it can only last so long. You better treat these people with respect and you better treat your your life with respect more than you treat them with respect. Like, right? You need to realize how dangerous Stuff can go. Again, I keep, I don't want to keep bringing up Kevin, but in the grand scheme of things, we're talking about his one interaction with one woman. Think about that. Think about it. You can conspiracy theory to your heart is content until you're satisfied. But the bottom line is it only took one. There was no one else there. That's all it took. If she wasn't there that night, Kevin would be alive. 
most more than likely. Who knows? So this is a real deal. This is a real thing. All right, shout out to, I know people don't want to really hear that. It's hard. It's hardcore. And not that many people are going to take this position. But you guys got to, let's own up to it. Let's own up to it. If she's not there that night, his ass tucks his ass in the bed, and he's not, and he's here tomorrow live streaming. Like nothing happened. But that's the consequences of it. All right, shout out to Mr. Sanchez in the building. We're going to call you Eddie Sanchez. He says, uh, Coach, it's time to strike harder. Pause. You got to strike harder. I got to hit y'all between the eyes on this one. I got to hit you between the eyes and realize y'all got to realize that that, what I'm saying is true. More than likely, it's true. Or he would have been alone. Who knows? But uh, let's get real. Ornella, 310. He says, trust no 304s, free agent for life. Not everybody's ready to go there. I, I have a hard time trusting people. So ladies, never be offended that I don't trust you. I don't trust people. I always think people have nefarious motives for everything. There's a reason you're here. Maybe because you're lonely. Maybe because you're depressed. Maybe because you're optimistic or hopeful, which is more dangerous to me than any of those. I don't like the expectations of people who are hopeful and optimistic with me. I'm not that good of a human being. Okay, so don't put any hope or faith in me in terms of satisfying you in a relationship. It ain't going to happen. You're going to be disappointed in a relationship with me. Just go in and take this hour and take this fistful of 20s and then go. I got money. This is the best I can do for you. <laughs> all right, I'm not that good in relationships. So if you met me, you're so nice. I'll hinge all of my future on you. You're going to be disappointed. <laughs> All right, so anyway, uh, shout out to uh, – no name is in the building. Thanks for the heavy message and the jewels indeed, man. Thank you, man. This is what we do. Uh, Todd Cum – wait a minute. Todd Cummings? Pause. And that's you. I gave you a that's you. Shout out to Todd. Uh, uh, we're going to call you James Daggett. Beware of Gordita's bearing Red Bull CGA. We need you. Oh, Red Bill's enough, something else. Um, as they say, don't trust a big button to smile in here. Shout out to uh, Eddie B. He says, for YouTube, he says, market watch, fire after divorce. Oh, oh sorry, the YouTube market. Watch fire after divorce. I'm going to look that up. Fire after divorce. That's that Scarlet Witch. Guys, I, I divorced. Me and my wife decided, my, me and my ex-wife decided to divorce. More almost 10 years ago, and it's been hell for the last 10 years. We were we've been divorced longer than we've been were ever married. We are now at the point where we've been divorced long than longer than we're married, and it's been pure hell. <laughs> There's been games and manipulation and trickery and court and 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 Kid shopping and tricking the kid and alienation and threats. And she's my Scarlet Witch. She make me think, why the hell did I ever marry her? <laughs> it's been pain, brothers. Real pain. And I literally married her. That was the person I trusted the most. 
I, I laid down and slept next to that person for damn near a decade. <laughs> you would think this person would protect my back, but since we're no longer apart, it's been pure hell. You guys don't understand. It's real. If you screw a person, a, a woman over on her and she's a hopeless romantic or she has some sort of issue where she can pin everything on you. I'm sorry, gentlemen, you're going to take an L and I own up to it. I have to take this L and I have to live with it forever. <laughs> and she wasn't even the woman who hurt me. She was the one that woke me up and went, oh, my God. You go to sleep at night. This woman's in your dreams for every night. There's, she doesn't go away. <laughs> so why she see she's six foot five. She impacts my life on a daily basis. Right? I mean, this is what you have to understand about marriage. We're just dropping jewels today, right? She impacts my life daily. Either intentionally or unintentionally. Why? Because we have children. I can't run away from her. I can. I can go to another country and say to hell with it and take these damn kids, right? And, and leave some money. But because I have children with her, everything has is tied up. Every decision she makes, every decision I make, every decision the kid makes, every decision this kid's make, she's here forever. She's my Scarlet Witch. She's here ever, forever. What do you do? you got to understand how big of a deal it is. It's not just, somebody said this album, it's not just that you can dismiss these women. There's girl. There's people that have been in jail. What? Okay, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Take him. Bill Cosby had interactions with these women, whether legit or illegit. We don't know. Nobody's ever been to trial to, 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 to charge him on it. Even the one trial that they got, they threw out. Now, if he had an hour with these women, a day, a week, a year, he had, a, he had one young girl back in the day, young, young girl, a young little Kaylee. These women came back 40, 50, 60 years to get his ass. And he woke up one day on top of the world and then the next day, he woke up and shit was leaking like the damn, the, the, the Hoover Dam. And he woke up and he said, what the hell is happening to me? Now, I bet you he tried to call it back and he couldn't call it back. All right, ladies, run it back. Let's run that shit over. What do you want? We're scorned. You didn't give me that movie job. I thought I was going to be famous. I thought you were going to leave your wife for me. I thought I was going to get 50 bucks. I thought, I, and it's over. Can't call it back. You better figure out in this day and age that what you do to women today will affect you for a long time. There's no such thing as screwing women over today. You better be delightful. You better be respectful. You better tamp it down. You better give them a couple of bucks. You better... Send some, you better send a big old box of microwave popcorn, whatever the hell she like. <laughs> and say, we're going to tie up this loose end right here. 
We're going to tie up the loose end right here. What are the loose ends? Let's tie this shit up now before we end it. Or else if she knows where you live, she going to find your monkey ass. All right. Uh, KT King, Scarlet Witch only wanted her kids, not Vision. That's a reality. Uh, there were some crimson capsules in there for sure. Uh, she never thought about Vision anymore. She definitely, uh, that's a that's a um, spoiler alert. Last couple of PayPals. Uh, where are we at? Uh, we got the uh, Maryland guy. Maryland guy, coach, you ain't lying about serial daters. I knew an attractive girl that bragged about getting men that take to take her out to expensive seafood restaurants around Baltimore. Yep, I've seen it too. I've seen it too. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. And uh, if you're ever messing with these women for free and then you see them being a sugar baby or uh, serial dating, you can't look at them the same anymore. And you're like, man, maybe did that ever happen to me? And yeah. Uh, I can't call. I'm going to call you Francis says the nurse was supposed to keep the compressions in his lungs pause until the ambulance came there. The compression pumps the heart and lungs simultaneously. That's why, uh, that's why we only do compressions. So no need to sweep the mouth and unless they're choking right on their tongue, but yeah, compress, compress where she failed is, and she'll figure it out. Is she stopped compressions and you can't, I, if we're going to charge her for anything, you could definitely for sure charge her for that. She stopped compressions before emergency got there. And that's an L. Uh, where are we at here? Last couple. Mr. Douglas, he says, I dodged quite a few bullets when it comes to risky females. And I thank my lucky stars every day. My family is trying to set me up with the iron aboard Kaylee Nurse, who is a family friend. Sounds good on paper, but I'm going to need uh, post-nut clarity before proceeding any further. Absolutely. Everything sounds good until you orgasm. What's the quote by the guy that we looked up? And he said, after every male orgasm, the devil laughs. What is it? I'll, I'll leave you with that. After every orgasm, you can hear the devil laughing. Let me see. Or you can hear. Let me see here. There was a great quote. Hear the devil. Who has it? We'll leave you guys with that. It says here, um, Till Schopenhauer called the post called the post post orgasmic moment of clarity, which we call post clarity, as the devil's laughter because it's when we realize we are slaves to our biology. Here it is, directly after copulation, the devil's laughter is heard. That's what the quote is. I'm going to see if I can put it up here for you guys. And this is what we have to overcome. If you can overcome that, what is this? Except what? Oh, man, this little print. We're going to have to print that somewhere. You got to get that venom out. Uh-huh. You got to get that venom out. So you got to find a way to get the venom out so it doesn't hurt you. And sometimes you manipulating women. This is why I don't agree with manipulating women and lying to them. I think you're setting yourself up for failure. The quote is, and I'll say it again, directly after copulation, the devil's laughter is heard. Woo! Uh, Mr. Thompson. Let's see if I can go back. I did skip you. Hold on. Shout out to Abel Returns to Eden. Monk mode is still ultimate pre and post nut clarity. 
Mr. Thompson says new guy at work said he will give 95% to women. 95% of what? Wow. I don't know if you need to give all that. T, T baby, I'm currently back dating. I'm one. He says I'm a thousand dollars in no peace leave. Man, you could have had two, at least two junior college girls right now. <laughs> Listen, gentlemen, what do you want? When you date, what is it that you want? You want sex, right? There's a way around that. <laughs> I could have literally for a thousand dollars. There'll be there's no way in hell I'll spend a thousand dollars dating and get zero. There's no way on God's green earth. <laughs> I would immediately get to about 150 and head right over to the junior college. And if that didn't work, I'd rub one out. Somebody gonna need some money. Somebody needs some big bills paid. 95% of the check. There's no way. Last one. Uh, somebody says, uh, uh, this is from Edward Harvey in the building. Oh, he sent me some stock. Appreciate you, brother. All right. Thank you for that. All right. Last, let me check if I, that, did I get everybody? I got everybody. I got Maryland guy. Last guy on the PayPal, last guy on the cash app. It's going to be Mr. Um, I can't remember what you said. Your name was, I see your government name, but I don't want to say it. Uh, Edward Harvey. We got you over there with $20 worth of stock. It is what it is, guys. Control your libido. Control your interactions. Vet. Eliminate eliminate 80% of potential mates right off the bat because, honestly, there's nothing there with 80. Most women you see on a daily basis, there's nothing. You're hoping that there's something, and you're looking at her like this. Maybe she'll look my way. Maybe she'll give me a choosing signal. Man, you could have been about going about your life. Most of the time, you're going to find women doing something you like uh, uh, doing something that you like. You'll be in a baseball cap and a t-shirt. You'll be doing something you like and somebody will be there. It ain't going to be a damn top model. So get that out your damn head. All right. But y'all walk around going to Barnes and Nobles to go look at, oh, I'm going to go look to see if any woman looks up to me. Go do something with your damn life and stop lying to women. You're going to get your ass Scarlet Witch. Shout out to the coach gang. We out of here. Enjoy your life. Be safe. <laughs>